0: Episode 9. Thank you all for listening to Episode 8, Bojango Unchained. I am Gary, here with my co-host,
1: <coughs> Bear,
0: and <laughs> Brandon. Thanks to Wes Anderson for moments in time. Check him out at Wes Anderson Music on Facebook and give him a follow on Twitter at Wes Infinite. Thank you to All Wear Clothing, the official merchandise provider for Over the Line Sports Podcast. If you're interested in doing business with them, mention Over the Line Sports Podcast. And the owner, Brandon, not the one here, will give you a great deal on your clothing needs. Also, thank you to our other sponsor, Crandall's Quality Lawn Care. Check him out on Facebook at Crandall's Quality Lawn Care. You can also reach him at 419-704-5471. They serve the Toledo and surrounding area. So all you other states, sorry he will not be able to serve you. And don't forget, it is fall season. Get that leaf pickup. Don't forget, and countries. And and other countries. we got Ireland, UK, uh, Sweden. And don't forget to mention Over the Line Sports Podcast, and Sean will give you a discount on services. So, uh... This is the first time we're going to be doing two episodes a week. We got episode nine tonight. Episode ten will drop on Saturday, so looking forward to this with you guys. Uh, how, how was your guys' weekend? First weekend for NFL football.
1: Oh man, how exciting is that! Football's back in full swing. Um, you know, college and NFL. Uh, I was in Cleveland this weekend actually celebrating a birthday, so that was really fun. Had a good time all weekend. Um, got to got to go to the uh, Browns tailgate at least. Um, didn't go to the game on Sunday and that was a pretty good time. Always nothing better than drinking at 9:30 in the morning uh, with a whole bunch of rowdy fans. On the way in, I uh, didn't get harassed too much. I was wearing my Zeke jersey and you know a few Browns fans every now and then are oh, you know why are you why are you wearing the Dallas jersey here? I was like guys it's it's my game day too like yeah, it's right. it's everyone's game day and they're like okay we understand
2: wait so when i wear like a notre dame jersey to like the ut missouri game or like the michigan ohio state game i get is that not okay cuz it's notre dame it's it different. doesn't matter
1: i don't i don't think i ever came up to you and said are you at a notre dame game because techn- eh, maybe not you technically but yeah maybe <laughs> but, but my point is is that we're technically not at the ohio state michigan game we're sitting in someone's house so what's your point i totally agree with that did any
0: steelers, ugh, steelers fans give you any crap
1: Yeah, and unfortunately, this is a PG-13 podcast, so I can't get into some of the um, details, but there were quite a few arguments, Um, even with Browns fans, too. um, And I guess that's how I'm going to start off a little bit today is I got some, you know, as people, it's funny, you know, when you're wearing a different jersey, not a Steelers or Browns jersey, obviously, all the Browns fans are just ripping Steelers fans, vice versa. Um, You know, getting the Dallas thing, it's, oh, go back to Dallas, Cowboys suck, blah, blah, you know, same stuff, whatever, I, I ignore most of it. But I got yelled at um, as we were, you know, we were walking to the stadium, um, and then everyone goes straight to the stadium. We take a hard left back up to go to the car. Gary, you came to the Cowboys Browns game with me a couple years ago. You know how that is. You know, you walk back up across the bridge, all that. If you're going back, and some dude across the way, you know, police barricades. They they close the roads off so everyone can walk down the roads very easily. And this guy in a Miles Garrett jersey from across the way go back to Dallas, they suck, blah, blah, and a couple other things I couldn't say. And obviously, I'm not going to say exactly what I said back, but I did yell back across the street, cops standing there and all, just grinning and laughing, you know, nothing to do. It's funny. But then as you walk past people, they don't say anything, you know. Uh, The only time that anyone was ever in close quarters that they wanted to talk a little bit of smack, um, the Steelers fan was behind me, and uh, he was wearing all coveralls, bright, like a construction worker, you know, bright coveralls. And he was, oh, you're at the wrong place, blah, blah, go home, and all this. And I turned around, and we had a good back and forth going, you know, throwing down explicitives, this and that. And he goes, well, you know, Dallas is going 0-16, and that's when, that was the breaking point right there, when I just straight went off on him, telling him, you're wearing coveralls, what, are you scared of the rain, blah, blah, this and that. You must be a Steelers fan, you know. And, and of course, he pulls his little, his little jacket away and has a little Steelers emblem right there. And I was like, that's what I figured said, if you want to do anything about it, I said, we can meet up right here on the corner. And I was with everyone. We were walking up, and I knew nothing was going to happen. And, of course, nothing did. He kept walking like the typical Steelers chicken shit fans that they are. (laughs) You know, they keep keep moving. They just keep talking smack, or they want to bring up how they have six Super Bowls from 27,000 years ago that no one cares about. And Dallas fans do that, too. Don't get me wrong. I've, I've, you know, been drinking, and I've done that, too, a few times. But I haven't talked about a Super Bowl
0: since we haven't won one since ninety five. Yeah. Sorry, I said we. Dallas has not won one since 1995. I don't,
2: care. I, I don't care. I'm saying we from now. I don't care about Barry. Well, speaking of uh, since we, how did your team do? The Lions, they looked pretty well, great this weekend. Well, and I kind of want to go back. I'm, I'm, I was talking about the time when we went to the Ohio State-Michigan tailgate. So I know how you feel, you know, getting the looks and everything. Oh, yeah, so, from other people. I'm probably yeah, so, I probably said something, too. I know how you feel. Um, man, who do I want to talk about first, the Browns? Well, we can or the Lions. No, go, go on the Lions yes, because,
1: because the Browns. We can have a good discussion about the Lions. There's no discussion. They, they're trash.
2: There, there is absolutely no discuss, discussion. Um, there, that game was absolutely atrocious. Atrocious. <laughs> after, cause see, I, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't get home until halftime. So a little before halftime, but I was listening on my way home.
1: Like five minutes left in the second quarter. What were you doing? I had a class. So what kind of class? Like a yoga class, a spin class, a baking class? Sex ed. Eh, I figured so. <laughs> no school class.
2: Um, well, that's so, all school, buddy. <laughs> no, no. Uh, what? What? <laughs> so uh, I was listening to it, and of course, you know, I, uh, a guy next to me in class had his laptop open, and he um, uh, had the game going on. You know, the ES, ESPN app, and so I saw the I saw the pick six, the first play that Sam Darnold threw and uh the first pass that he threw and you know i was happy i was like six okay this this is how you start the season right here you (laughs) pick them off pick six okay here we go it's gonna be a good game and uh the connection was lost or something so i didn't get i didn't get here or get to watch any of it until i got home and you know was on the way home so uh of course when i got home it was they uh, uh what went down i think they got a field goal Field goal, at the last possession right before halftime. So it was like seventeen to
1: ten. Yeah, seventeen to ten. And they didn't. They missed so, a field goal. Prater missed two field goals, I think, in that time. No,
2: he, he got a field goal going into going into halftime. Because I was listening to the game, so they got the field goal.
1: Yeah, I, I they, was watching it. I yeah. guess my eyes deceived. me. No, they got the field goal because Lomas
2: Brown, the, the Lions announcer, was talking about how they needed to get points. They got a field goal, but they should have got a touchdown. Did you say but, Lomas? So, no, Lomas? No, Lomas.
0: Oh,
1: Lomas. By the by the way, um, what was it? The radio Lions. Yeah, oh, of course those, it was. Okay, first of all, I Dan am, Miller,
2: and it was Jim Brandstetter, but you know the Lions decided to get rid of him and put in Lomas Brown. So,
1: oh, did they? Well, whoever it was, whoever it's been for the last how many ever years? Anytime I would ever listen Jim to them, always my favorite. He's the Michigan. He's the Michigan announcer. I'm, too. I'm not a Lions fan, but those two going back and forth, I, I listen to a lot of I games on the radio. They're hilarious.
2: I was pissed when they got rid of Jim Brandstetter because I hate when he does Michigan games, of course, but when he does Lions games,
1: I love it. I'm gonna so, take you a little bit off topic though. Um, what about the two stupid Tigers broadcasters that got into a fight? I we should have brought that up last <laughs> week. I hadn't, I didn't even know it didn't it. happen until like Thursday or Friday. It, I thought it right. happened like Tuesday or something. No, okay. No, yeah, I was. I heard about that. But they got suspended over the weekend, I think. <laughs> but it was funny. Uh, Rod Allen
2: put them in. Uh, put Mario and no Mario and Pemba put Rod Allen. And uh, I don't know, I know you guys don't know oh, who those are. No, I know exactly uh,
1: who they are. Put them in a headlock.
2: <laughs> and try try Wait, to choke them out. Yeah, they. Yeah, apparently in the middle of a game. No, this was was after the game. Did they they ever say why? No, I don't. I don't. I don't know why. (laughs) They. They. Uh. They've been together 17 years. They butted head. Apparently, butted heads throughout. You know, the whole entire time. And I guess something happened, and they just went went at each
0: other. If they're with each other that long, I mean, all of us, we're with each other one one night a week. And sometimes we want to just choke each other. So I understand Yeah,
1: It it happens. But, yeah, I I thought it was funny because, I mean, you know, even though we're not professionals, they are. And it's just – it's funny to hear that because you never hear that from – you know, you never hear two – like, could you imagine if Troy Aikman and Joe Buckeye knew a (laughs) fight? How great would that be? Troy Aikman would pull his hair plugs out. Buck would hit him once, and Troy would be concussed for another three years. I mean, it would be it would be pure comedy if, if that happened. That maybe that should be a question next week. Best broadcaster fights
2: potential or yeah yeah that would that would be a great one. But uh, yeah, it was crazy. They uh, they brought in Matt Shepard and uh, Kurt Gibson to, right uh, right after that all happened, and uh, I guess they yeah they're suspended the rest of is, the year. Is so. Shepard uh, related to Bob? Yankees? No. Oh well, no. Figured I'd ask. Um, all right. So what were we talking about? The Lions? Well, we bad. were they talking were... about
0: Lions and Browns. But yeah. before we get into football, because I don't, because we could talk about that all day. Let's let's cover golf real quick, and we'll get into football. Because okay. well, later well
1: let let Brandon fin- we'll finish up that let, the Lions. Let, yeah, let him finish up the Lions because he I got, mean, there's, there's, he, got yeah, half, we're, he got he got half about halftime. Halftime at, half at seventeen to ten. Stafford goes down. Um, after halftime leads a touchdown driving score 17-17, you yeah, know, 17 17 and everyone yeah everyone's excited again okay it's a game I think yeah
2: I think here we go we got a game going into th- you know going uh halfway into the third quarter and it just absolutely fell apart I think it was a pick six um another pick. Uh, I stood at the TV and I said, "Throw another one, you jackass!" And he, threw it. <laughs> and, he, and he, literally, I swear to the Lord above me, right after I said that, he threw a frickin' another pick. And so were you sitting
0: there like, "Hey, squat
2: down again, you little bitch." No, I, uh, I was just, I, I told my wife, you know, am let's just go to bed because I'm turning off this game. There was like eight minutes left in the fourth quarter, we forty-eight to seventeen. So I was like 17-17, and all of a sudden I blinked twice, and it's 48-17. I mean, they so, were so
1: bad they got they got pushed to ESPN2 with oh, six terrible. minutes left in the game. Yeah,
2: it was terrible. Um, what, what they put on the dodgeball
3: tournament?
1: No, they put the Rams and Raiders on. <laughs> oh, but, oh, yeah, that was out too. You know. I forgot.
2: But, yeah, if that's a game, that game ain't going – ESPN2 will pick up the Raiders game. But that, was, that game was atrocious. Hopefully, you know, they're not going to beat <laughs> – they're not going to beat the 49ers they're not going to beat the oh, no, Cowboys no. and they're not going to beat the Patriots they're going to start off 0 and 4 0 and 5 remember when so, you said they're
0: going to be 3 and
2: 1 no sure i said i said they were going to i said they were going to beat the jets i said they were going to beat San Francisco then lose to New England lose to the Cowboys and then lose to whoever i think Seattle Jackson, so they would start or off Jackson, two and three. Or Seattle, yeah, yeah, something like that. No, yeah, so I, yeah, they're going to start off zero and five.
1: I wouldn't get too crazy on them beating Dallas yet. I, I can already foresee a, a six to three game right there of yeah, just we'll, boringness. But yeah, we'll yeah, get there. We'll, we'll get,
2: get, there get into, later. I'll get into Dallas when we make our picks on that. So,
0: well, let's like like we said, let's uh, let's save some football discussion because I mean, this is always going to be probably our most prominent talking is the NFL. We all love the NFL. We like college too, but the NFL is really you don't know what's going to happen. College you can kind of foresee. But NFL, you can't. So before we get into that, Bear, can you just kind of recap real quick the
1: the BMW? Um, Who ended up winning the BMW? Was that uh, Keegan Bradley? Yes, yes Bradley
0: won in a playoff against uh, our pick, Justin Rose.
1: Yeah, I, I know Justin Rose. They went to a playoff, and I thought I saw Bradley win. It was really weird because, obviously, all the rain over the weekend, they pushed it back from Sunday to Monday. So I didn't get to see that. And then I've been out of town the last two days, just got back in today. So this podcast is going to be rough for me as I've done about zero research. Um, so I'm going all off the head right here. Um, haven't looked up any FedEx Cup standings, anything like that. I know that uh, Tiger was going to be in, you know, top 20. He's not going to have a chance to win the FedEx Cup. So my pick is is officially done
0: well he can still win but he's he's got there there's all these different he's scenarios he's within he's
1: within 2000 points
0: anybody anybody can there's all these scenarios like cuz i was so confused and i was going to ask you how it works because it doesn't matter the top 5 anybody in the top 5 currently if they win they're walking with the cup
1: well that's what i'm saying it's it, it's two you know it's it's 2000 points that you you know you get for winning there'll be no cut again you know given that we already have our own picks you know i picked tiger brandon picks brooks kopika <laughs> and Gary, you got Dustin Johnson, right. who may or may not have broken up with Paulina. Yeah, not sure I yet. I saw that all yeah, the Instagram pictures were deleted of them together. I forgot they were dating.
2: They've been
0: together for a while, and you know, apparently he had something going on with one of those those fanatics that plays golf. Or yeah, golf.
1: Uh, right. Probably that page. Um, uh, I can't think of her last name right now, but yeah, she's an Instagram model who plays golf, and she's smoking hot.
0: Here's what I got for you: since Tiger can still mathematically win. So this is what has to happen. He has to win the tour championship this week. The number one, which right now is uh, Bryson, right Deshambo, he has to finish tied for fifteenth or worse. Okay. Number two has to finish in a three-way, a three-way for fifth or worst. Uh, number three has to finish tied for third or worse. Four has to finish in a three-way tie for second or worse. Fifth has to finish in a three-way tie for second or worse. Six has to finish second or worse in a. And so,
1: I mean, and really, that's that. I figured the odds bad. would be worse. That that isn't that bad. I, I would have figured Bryson would have had to be like twenty fifth, you know, like twenty fifth to thirty. I mean, like you said, once again, there's still thirty golfers, and right now, obviously, with the FedEx Cup, it's thirty of the best golfers in the world going right. at it. But Tiger's been playing really well. He had a great tournament this weekend. Um, what did he finished? Tied for fourth.
0: Yeah, he was fourth, I believe, tied for fourth. Yeah,
1: right. a great week. Um, had a great Monday, not Sunday, but it would have been a Sunday. And a great Friday, was it Friday or Thursday? Thursday. I think Thursday he shot sixty-two. Off, yeah. Friday yeah, he was, was his bad because
0: he started off like six-seven under in the first round. and Rory,
1: goals. I think, shot
2: a sixty-two. Yeah, they, they both shot
1: sixty-two. Um, yeah, and Tiger then shot even par on on Friday, which didn't help his case. All he had to do was shoot, you know, two under whatever, and, he would have been fine. and shot sixty-six on Saturday, and I think sixty-four or something like that on well, Monday.
0: Here's a here's a fun stat for you. I didn't know if you if either one of you knew this. Tony Finau has not won a a uh, tournament this year. If he can still win the FedEx Cup without winning a tournament this entire year, he still has a mathematical possibility.
1: And I just saw he was the last <coughs> pick for the uh, Ryder Cup as well, yes, which is was. good. And that's a great pick. Furick, I think Furick has put together a great team and they're going to be in Europe this year. And I think that um, they should beat the living hell out of Europe. I'm, I'm very excited for the Ryder Cup. Um, you know, I, I think that. The Europeans normally, obviously, it's you know, it's it's USA against the world. It's not Europeans, so I hate saying Europeans. But they normally have a stacked squad. I mean, you have one country versus the whatever, 118 other countries we have in the world. So you get all the best golfers from no matter where. And all we have are the Americans, which obviously is a very good breed of golfer. And I, I think that this year, though, just with the team that they have, Bryson being on fire, Tiger's back, Phil... Phil is Phil, you know, he can come around and and he plays well, Um, you know, and then you got Finau and, you know, you got your DJ and obviously the guys that are up there, Ricky, Jordan, all these guys, um, you know, they have great camaraderie. They're pretty much a young team outside of Tiger and Phil, to be honest with you. So it's going to be pretty crazy. And um, Thomas Peters has been talking some smack about Americans in general, how they can't drink and how they're not as good as golf and they don't respect the game like that. So that's going to bring even more fire to the table and I really do think that the Americans are going to beat the hell out of the uh, out of the world this year in the Ryder Cup, and I'm I'm excited to watch that, especially being overseas. It's going to be fun.
0: I I totally agree. So you know, let's let's not waste any more time. Um, we know what has to happen. The different possibilities. If you want to talk about our picks, Brandon.
2: Uh, well, yeah. Just before that, I know you guys. Well, I know everybody knows that I don't play DraftKings, and I know you guys weren't going to give your lineups, but. Just some people to look out for, you know. I, I get my I look at CBS Sports, you know, a lot before these uh, tournaments. A couple guys, you know, that um, I see right now. I don't know Patrick Reed. Um, he's a 40 to one. Uh, Patrick Cantley, uh, 30 to one. Uh, my sneaky pick. I don't know if he is actually a sneaky pick, but uh, Xander. I'm not even going to attempt his Shaufle. last name. Shafle, shuffle, whatever. Just say Souffle. Souffle. There you go. Souffle. <laughs> You're like shoe fly away. Yeah, shoe fly.
0: <laughs> shoe fly. Shoo.
2: Um. So I mean, I I don't know like I don't know how much those guys are worth or whatnot, but look out for them. But my pick, uh, Justin Rose. All right.
1: Bear. Um. I think I went Tiger Rose and Stenson um, were my three picks. So I'm gonna just pick the guy who I haven't picked, even though if he's broken up with Pauline or not. Um taking dj
0: well and like you said and i told you four weeks ago that i would not take dj at all and you said well if he has a chance to win the tour championship you have to to win the cup you're gonna have to take him so taking dj because i want to win i pick dj to win the thing if he wins he wins a cup he wins 10 million give me dj as well
1: he wins as many other women as he wants if uh, he's broken up with paulina too which i kind of don't like because i think they're a solid power couple could you imagine those babies Wayne Gretzky's offspring with Dustin Johnson. Oh man, those saying. It doesn't matter what sport they play, they dominate, guaranteed.
0: That would be interesting. I, I wonder cuz you think about it, swinging a golf club, swinging a hockey stick, and you got both of that DNA in there. It's gonna be
2: crazy. So, so, well, a quick question. Is this so this is this is the last tournament before, you know, this whoever is wins? This is it? Not so,
1: who not whoever wins. It still goes off the FedEx Cup standings, but okay. whoever wins pretty much has a really good shot, the, especially if they're in the top if, six. If
0: they're the top, okay. five. top five. If they're top five, if Deshambo wins, he wins the FedEx Cup. If Rose wins, Finau wins, Dustin Johnson, Justin Thomas, they all get it. So Keegan Bradley, who just won this past week, he's sixth. If he wins the tour championship this weekend, uh, he, he can win it. And then number one, which would be Bryson DeChambeau, has to finish tied for second or worse. So he so, has a pretty good job of winning it too. What does Kapika uh, look like?
1: Cupcake. He's gotta be top ten still.
0: Yeah, he's seven. So if he wins yeah. it and um, Bryson finishes in a three three way tie for second or worse, and then number two finishes tied for second or worse, and he can also finish second and still have a mathematical chance of winning. Same as Keegan Bradley. So it's all gonna depend. If one of these top five, six guys wins, more than likely they're gonna win
2: it. So and technically we all kind of still have a chance. We all have Tec- a cha- technically, because yes. okay. you have
0: you have Kepka, so I have the best.
1: Gary has the best chance for sure. You then you and then Tiger. He still has a chance. It's very slim, but he could still do it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, and then they have a break, and then it's the Ryder Cup, which we'll which we'll talk about here in a couple of weeks. Um, also, a great tournament to watch. So that'll be fun coming up. Um, so we got about two more weeks of golf left, which is like we talked about a couple weeks ago. Is about perfect with um, you know that coming down, and then basketball and is coming up right in that time. So we'll be able to fill our slot there. But um, you know, it's it's a little bit. A little bit sad to see the golf season end, but it's always nice to get a little bit of break and, and pick that back up right at about when, uh, you know, the Super Bowl's over in February and March, get a good tournament in.
0: Brandon, we'll jump right into NASCAR. You want to give us a br- uh, recap of Brickyard and a little preview of Las Vegas this week, start of the playoffs?
2: Yeah, this was a, this was a race I didn't really think that they were going to actually get in because Sunday was terrible. Um, locally, we even saw it around here. Um but they did get it in Monday, so Monday you had the Brickyard 400, you had golf going on, so a lot of things because of the weather. Um, but Brad Keselowski ended up going back-to-back. Back. He uh, won at Darlington, and he won uh, on Monday. Uh, didn't lead that many laps, but, again, um, didn't, didn't lead that many laps, but uh, he was able to get the win, so he... He got two wins entering the playoffs, and so
1: what are you you laughing at?
0: Yeah, no, it's all good. So you're right. He got two wins going into the playoffs. The the standings are set. Uh, Kyle Busch won the regular season championship, so he is 50 playoff points is what he got. Harvick got the same, so they're tied for first currently in the NASCAR standings. Uh, Alex Bowman snuck in at 16, so he's in. Ryan Newman's out, unfortunately. Uh, he's a good driver, but it's okay. Jimmy got yeah. in at
2: 15. Yeah, and that with uh, Bowman, that was close because uh, Jamie McMurray, he was up there, and if he would have won, I mean, that would have got in, That would have knocked, knocked out, out.
1: Bowman. So well, uh, if, if anyone would have won it would have not gotten Well technically bumming, right?
2: yeah, well not anybody. Anybody okay, that let's, has not
1: that did not have one. Well won. yeah, did not have one. So anybody so, that was behind 16. So since it yeah. was an odd race and something got jumbled up. What what crazy would have happened if like Cole Witt won the race just out of crazy. Mean, he comp- he would have had to well yeah. there's
0: many scenarios. He would have had to been top 30 in points. To get in, you have yeah. to be top thirty to start. Even if he would have won the race and was thirty second in points,
1: he doesn't make the really playoffs. okay. Like, I, like, I thought I thought a win, no matter what, well, put you no, in. No, no, because no, because what
0: happened a few years ago, if you remember, Kyle Busch missed eleven races. He kept winning all those races. Yeah, he still had to climb to get. What did he end up finish like twenty? Well, they second. gave
2: they gave him an exception. They gave well, him well, like, yeah because he uh, would have because he he
0: dominated it. and he still would have yeah. made it mathematically into the
2: top thirty. I think he would have been like right at 30th, so he got in and, and, and ended up winning the championship. Yeah, but um, I mean, to go along with what you were saying, like Matt Kenseth, they were talking about this. If he would have won... He would have he would have got the win, but he would not have made it into the playoffs because he was not a full, first a full time driver. And yeah, that's what to say
1: because he came in. I understand so, that he came in halfway through the year. Um, and uh, the news I did see I see what Casey Kanes out for the next three races because of dehydration or something yep. like that. Yeah,
2: he's he's done. I think he's retiring. After yeah, he was retiring so he's anyway. Yep. So I figure
1: he's just done racing regardless. Yeah, what it sounds like.
2: So, um, but yeah, that was. It, I mean, it was a good race. I watched it um, on a Monday. When when it was going on, I know me and you, Gary, were texting back and forth. Barry was off, busy doing something. I have no idea. Yeah, I know we were talking about that. There was nobody there. There was nobody in the backstretch. But um,
1: and and it was fair too. But it it was a Monday race, so you you know no one was going to be there regardless. But I think we we did talk about last week that nobody was going to be there. So pushing it to Monday definitely didn't help.
2: Yeah, that that definitely didn't. Yeah, (laughs) Um, but they tickets were still sold, so they got their money. But. uh, what was I going to say? But, uh, oh, Kyle Busch, I know that you you kind of got uh, a little frustrated on that. I know he was your pick. I know, I think, oh, Bear. The whole, yeah, he was, he yeah, was both so I know. I know you kind of got pissed off at that, but, I mean, that's more. I mean, like, that's I the know, rule. The I know, rule is the rule. Hold on,
1: wait, hold on, wait. Because people who are going to be listening don't know what happened. So explain what happened, and then we can discuss. Okay, that is very true. Good job,
2: Bear. Um, so there was two laps left. <laughs> there was two laps left. <clears throat> and usually what in, teams. In the stage. Yeah, in the stage. Not stage the race. two. Stage, stage two. Stage two. And what teams usually do to get an advantage is that they'll pit um right before those two those two uh laps where the pit pit road is closed, two laps and under, um, to get that advantage to, so they don't have to pit during the caution. So um what teams will usually do is, you know, when uh they're going when there's two laps to go or three laps to go, right before they go, you know, right before the driver who's in first place goes over the uh start line the finish line they'll try to pit and once that driver commits i mean once that driver goes over once the the car that's in the first place goes over the finish line pit road is closed with two laps left so and once you're committed once you cross there's a line there which in and pit and, yeah he, know, going into pit, he was and, literally a split second yeah he was a split line. second i mean that's that, that's that's
0: the rule. And, I was I was frustrated because I'm like oh, at the time I'm like yeah. oh it's a dumb rule, but it's been the rule forever. Yeah. And he he tried to get there and he just missed it by a split second. Split, split yeah. second and, he was there. It's okay.
2: And uh, I think you even said if he would have got that before, uh, he would have been right up there to win. So oh, I, yeah, he, he he was, been. he was. I think he finished sixth, sixth or eighth or something. Yeah. But yeah. So but um no it was a good race. Like you said there was nobody there, but uh, I didn't even think they were gonna race. It looked like it was about to rain. You know throughout the whole freaking thing, but...
0: And that's okay. Um, but,
2: but yeah, the race got in. It was a good one. Brad Kozowski won. Uh, he got two wins. Um, definitely solidified his uh, spot there. He would have got in, even if he didn't win last week or this past Monday. But um, yeah, we're going into Vegas. First uh, stage of the play... I mean, first race of the playoffs. So the standings are set. The 16 drivers are in. Um, as you said, Kyle Busch won the regular season stand... The regular yes. season... Uh, Kevin Harvick, I believe, has the first as is number one. They're tied. They both have 50 points ahead. Yeah, they both have 50
0: points based on stage wins. Kyle having the regular season yeah. and wins, of course.
2: And I always thought that they raced twice here, but apparently they do not. This is the first fall race in at, Vegas. Yeah. In Vegas, so it's uh, the first Kevin time it's Harvick, been part of the playoff. Yeah, Kevin Harvick won in the spring in March. Um, of course, the big three will be up there but I'm just going to jump right into my pick. It's the Southern Point 400, Southern Point. I don't know what that is, some kind of company or whatever. But um, Usually I,
0: when they sponsor something, it is a company.
1: And, well, that's what I'm saying. It's, and, it's something. I don't know what they do. And remember, you don't get to pick this person for the next, what, 10 races? Yeah, yeah you, get them, you get to pick so them, this, them one time. This is it. You get one yep. guy.
2: And so this is fine. Bear is going to track this. So service. That's totally fine, yeah, and you will know. And who do you who got? Pick is. So do you want me to give a little preview of this? or? Yes, just give my pick? Them, go, go ahead. ahead. Yeah, okay, them previews, so... Again. This is our podcast. Uh, We can do whatever the hell we want. One guy that's in here, Jimmy Johnson, four-time winner, struggled all season. He's a four-time winner here. Uh, Matt Kenseth, again, I don't even know if he's racing. If he is, three-time winner. Kevin Harvick and Brett Keselowski, two-time winners here. Kyle Busch, I think he's won once here. Um, And that's a home track for him, by the way. Yep, and that's who I'm not going with, but I'm going with the other one. Kurt Busch is my pick he did not he has not won here surprisingly it's a solid but, pick but it's uh home track for the bush brothers so hopefully i don't know hopefully my pick wins but go on well, the that oh. i like your pick uh, i thought about
0: him but i did not
2: go with him if we want to go away from the standings and just go on a good run look for, look for uh, paul menard
0: that's a good one too good
1: DraftKings pick then good sleeper he'll be, low. Yeah, he'll, sleeper. be he'll be yeah. he'll be cheap yeah he's cheap so yeah. paul menard you're saying you're a sleeper on draft sleeper. Kings. I, I didn't do any research. So, Brandon's given the DraftKings pick this week. So, if you do bad in DraftKings this week, blame it on Brandon.
2: Go ahead. Yeah. Yep. Just blame it. And, him. and, and Dirk, where, where can they blame me at?
1: They can blame you on Twitter at OTL SportsPod, or they can blame you on Facebook at Over the Line Sports Podcast. But you know what, Brandon? There when you've go. given your picks before, you're pretty darn good, so you know what? I'm going to start my DraftKings lineup this, which I don't even have in right now. It's going to go Kurt Busch. It's going to go Paul Menard. Those are going to be the first two guys I start with. I'll build around it. I like it. And I'm, tr- I'm trusting you this week and I'm putting trust in you.
0: You know, we'll we'll see. Maybe we can build a lineup based on all our picks because they're going to be they might be different. Yeah, we'll see. We can do that. Um, uh, speaking of DraftKings, I happen to win our pool this week by a half a point. Yes. Now so uh-huh. a half a point. What do you get? A quarter of a point for a fast lap. Yeah. And so I got two fast laps as what I beat him by, or one position. Because if he had somebody in, in his lineup finish one spot ahead of one of my guys, he would have beat me. And it, it worked out. I was happy to see. It. it was low scoring this week. 210.5 won our pool this week.
1: Yeah. Bricky. I mean, those tracks that you know are longer and don't have a lot of laps, obviously you're going to have lower scores. The tracks like Bristol, Martinsville, you're going to have higher because if you have guys dominate, you know, you're going to have guys – was that a Miller light or a Bush light? I don't know. Oh, I didn't know if that was you or Stat Guy. I couldn't. I couldn't oh, see. Oh, it, it was me. I just... couldn't see it through the fog of smoke in the garage. I don't know. Okay, just making sure. Um, yeah, it's good though. <laughs> <laughs> it's good stuff. Well, it always goes down smooth. So, oh wait, that was Keystone. That <laughs> nah, was close. So. Um, How does
0: Burger Light go down before you go? Burger
1: Light it actually is not that bad. It it reminds you of an actual burger like it tastes greasy and you can ask kenny about this like we have the same opinion it just it's odd it tastes greasy so that. but it's I not forgot. bad so
0: does it go down like a burger is what you're saying
1: yeah but you know not not as rough if you just try to swallow a burger no, well those are like, like that
2: that's like some that's like some old uh college football
1: you know watching uh, yeah remember when yeah. we used to be poor and we'd only get keys down to like burger light <laughs> yeah. yeah because bur- I, burger lights like 7.99 for I, a 24 pack isn't
0: that walmart's like i brand don't, of I beer? i have no idea
1: no, um who brought it first? It's just like was odd. It? Yeah, it's just was like it an Kyle odd Kroger thing. It probably was yeah. echo. Who knows? I showed up it's, one
2: time and burger I'm like Burke. what the hell is burger light beer? But you drank it, right? Uh, it was rough. It was rough. But, but you drank it, right? I drank it, yeah. No, you
1: did drink right. it. That's right. Any any you know, like I always say, free beer is good beer, no matter what. That's it right. Doesn't matter know. what it is. I don't I don't care. I'm not a picky person when it comes to beer.
0: So Bear, go ahead with your uh, pick. So anyways,
1: back to NASCAR. Um, you know, having ten races in the playoffs, it's it's rough. And I don't want to make this pick already, but I'm going to try to start my playoff run out strong. Give me Kyle Bush this week. The last two times I've picked him, he's not done the best. I know he got a little bit screwed over this week at the brickyard. Not really, like we just discussed. You know, it was more of a spotter, crew chief sort of thing, their issue, and it wasn't a Kyle Bush issue. Um, I think that you know the hometown track, he's finished well here. I know he's only won once, but it seems like he's always top five at this track. He finished second
2: in the uh, spring
1: race. Yeah, he, he's always good at this track. I, I need, I'm need i looking at my NASCAR right now, and I'm down five spots on Gary um, without this last week's in there, but we picked the same person, so it's not changing. Brandon's catching up very fast. So I'm going to start off with Kyle Busch. I, I, I know that I'm losing him for the rest of the playoffs, but I think he wins this week and uh, starts off the playoffs strong.
0: And for my pick, uh, I, there's a few things here. So my pick, the last three races at this track has finished sixth, fifth, and first. And he's won here two times, and he won the last two races at Brickyard and Darlington. So I'm going to keep the hot hand. Give me Brad Keselowski this week.
1: Um, and I don't know this. This is probably a question for Stat Guy. but when was the last time someone won three races in a row?
0: Uh, Kyle Bush, I believe. Was it At like?
2: the same track, or? Oh, it was earlier this year. At first, it went Kevin Harvick, and then it went Kyle Busch.
1: They both won three races in a row this yeah. year? Yeah. Really? Oh, okay. I figured that... that I mean, I guess I could see because there's only three really good guys, but I just figured it went you know, a couple races in a row and then another, but I didn't yeah, know that. It, I really it went, didn't. It went Kevin
2: Harvick with the first three, and then I think um, Joey Logano won, and then uh, Kyle Busch won the next three. So... Uh, there, I have something else for you guys before we switch on to
0: college football. I have fun facts about the championship. If the playoff or chase, now it's called the playoff, it used to be the chase, never happened. Brandon, you're going to appreciate this. So in
2: 2004. I already know where you're going. In this. Yes, I, you do. I, yeah. How many titles would he, Jeff Gordon have? Gordon would have probably had, I think, six or five. He definitely would have had one in 2004 in the first one. Yep. And then he, I think he would have had one again, I want to say 2000. Five or seven? He he would have had two thousand four. He would have
0: uh, also had um, two thousand fourteen, which would have given him his seventh title.
2: Yeah, no, so, that would have given him his sixth. Well, He's four, only sorry,
0: two thousand four. I forgot two thousand seven. Two thousand four. He would have won two thousand four, two thousand seven, two thousand fourteen. Okay, so so he would have seven titles, and Jimmy. Going through all this,
2: Jimmy Johnson would have one, two, three. He would only have three titles right now. Yeah, I, I remember when the first when the when it first came out, and somebody I was watching ESPN or something. The stat came across that oh they didn't have these playoffs or whatnot. Nah, Jeff Gordon would have won, so that kind of pissed me off. But um, I mean, it is what it is.
0: And the uh, in fifteen and sixteen, Harvick would have been champion both times, and then last year uh, Truex, who won it, would have won the championship as well, and he would have won it handily. And Kozlowski actually would have won it in 2012. And 2011 season, Carl Edwards uh, would have taken his second title. He would have two titles. He would have won one in 08 and in 2011. So it's pretty interesting to see how this would have all shaken out. Stewart would have won in 2005. So he would have been. He, he, yeah, he did And win. he did yeah. win in 2005. So he would have been the first driver in NASCAR history to win in both the old format and the new format. Yeah. Either way. So uh, many times that would happen. I found that as a fun stat that you might like to see. Uh, pretty interesting, you know. I I would love to have seen Jeff Gordon, who is one of the best drivers of all time, be up there with uh, the King and the Intimidator. But unfortunately, things take a turn, so uh, that's okay.
2: Well, how, how do you feel about Jimmy Johnson being up there?
0: He's a good driver. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm yeah. not gonna go away from him. But he would have three titles if it was the same format. I would love to see how yeah. it would have been if the playoff was intact years ago. How Earnhardt would have done, Richard Petty would have done. It would have been
2: interesting, yeah, but. I- yeah, I've always been I've always been a team Hendrick guy, you know, of course with Jeff Gordon. But um I remember, you know, Team Hendrick went 1 2 3 in the uh 97 Daytona 500 with Gordon, uh, Labani, and uh, Ricky Craven. But um yeah, I, I like Jimmy Johnson. I like when, you know, he wins, but I didn't I I don't want him see I don't want to see him get that eighth. I just and I, he and he won't, but I'm glad that he won't cuz I like to see Richard Petty and Earnhardt at seven. So with Jimmy Johnson and LES 7. but
0: Right. So, with college football picks this last week, uh, Bear destroyed us again. Bear went 9-2 and two with his college football picks this week.
1: Yeah, and I went 8-3 and three last week. Um, I was actually just going over all the picks right now. Um, you know, I should have been 10-1. and one. I didn't realize that – you know, obviously we do our lines earlier in the week. They change every day. Um, I got – on Sunday or on Saturday excuse me early in the morning when I bet I got Oklahoma at 29 I think mm-hmm. and I told you guys I texted you, you said oh that was definitely the bad beat of the week and I see right here that it was 30 and a half so not quite a bad beat but me getting them at 29 that was a bad beat on Bovada that was a little bit disappointing for me um but yeah other than that I'm just looking through everything right now and did pretty damn good, um, you know. I took you guys on Auburn and Arizona State, um, were the two that I got singled. Now, Gary, you did get Ball State. Um, they did cover thirty four and a half when you quite made easily. Fun of me. <laughs> yeah. I did make fun of you. Um, I really thought no. but you Dame, still you
0: still destroyed me. But that pick did yeah, pretty no, well. Yeah, no, and they and should Brandon, have. Wasn't Brandon at that game?
1: Yes. <laughs> were you? <laughs> yes. Oh, I didn't know that when you sent me six texts that I, you were at the game and, and, I, and the field and all the other stupid crap you sent. Yeah, well, deal, deal. Deal what? Deal cards. Deal, deal what? Deal with it. Nah,
0: <laughs> no. So, um, Brandon Infinite Week. We forgot to do our lock our lock of the week last week. Um, B Dub, you were uh, seven and four last week, and then I was six and five. So I'm sitting at five hundred right now at twelve and twelve. Uh, that would put Brandon at thirteen and nine, right? Or no, that wouldn't
2: be right. Uh, hold on a second. I do not have. Yeah. That in front of oh,
0: me. sorry. I'm sitting at eleven and eleven. Where where
2: is that guy when we need him?
0: Right. I'm sitting at 11 and 11. Brandon is 13 and nine. And then Bear, you are sitting at 17 and five.
1: There you go. Yes. And, uh, you know, we talked about this and I know now that I'm going to say it. And everyone, if you are gambling out there in gambling world, I am on a just absolute tear right now. So I have all the faith in the world. I'm going three and eight this week. Um, But obviously, you know, I I do gamble. Um, I, I do know what I'm talking about every once in a while to be honest with you normally early in the year is harder to pick so it's kind of worrying me right now that i'm doing so well because you can only get better and you can only learn things as you go so if this is the case i mean keep up and we were talking about it you don't need to parlay you don't need to do any of that i mean i'm 17 and 5 if you put 10 dollars down on each of those games you're up 120 bucks you know, I mean, and obviously, you know, the lines are going to be different. It's not a straight up bet. You're going to get different odds and ends. But I'm saying if it was just $10 bets straight, I've only lost five. So out of $170, you know, you've only lost 50, which you really haven't. You're up money right now. So, you know, listen, listen to what we have to say, and you don't have to take it to gospel each week. But we do our research, except for when I said I didn't do mine this week. Um, but we, we do know what we're talking about. I, I, I do. Um, and these guys are going to come and catch me as we go.
0: I don't do research on this. I just go with what my gut's telling me that day with college because most, most I don't gamble. Most and most of the most
1: of the time I do, like my research in it consists of, <laughs> you know, who plays who, where is it at, what's the, you know, how is this normally, you know, like like New Mexico New Mexico and Wisconsin. This is the big thing. I got this one. It was 35. New Mexico ended up losing 45 to 14 in Wisconsin. Wisconsin doesn't run up the score. They never do. They never have you know, they go up 35 to nothing in, you know, early third quarter. They're pulling all the starters. And, and, and other teams are going to score against, you know, second, third team guys who are freshmen and whatnot. You know, these are easier for me to pick. Um, my, honestly, the lucky one that I got, Arizona State over Michigan State. I, you know, I said last week that Michigan State was going to win close by three, which Arizona State covers six and a half. Um, You know, in Arizona State, it's just one of those picks. Michigan State looked bad at home against Utah State, an an inferior team. Um, Arizona State's better than Utah State. Michigan State's playing away. Like, all of it added up to, could they have won by seven and got me that bad beat? Sure, they could have, very easily. But I just didn't see that happening. And that's kind of where I I get these from. and, And that's how I think as you're thinking through gambling and thinking through picking. All day, six and a half for Michigan State against any other team at home is going to be great. You know, like I said before, you're looking for the unders on that. If it's under a touchdown at that half a point, you want that. Like uh, if Wisconsin was 35 and a half or something like that, I may have taken Wisconsin just because of that. But since it was 35, I even think I said I'm probably going to push. If I would have, I didn't listen, but if I went back, I said, watch, this game will probably push. You know, just things like that. That's how I think and go. So, we'll see if I can keep the hot streak going this week and, and keep it up. We'll see. I know you guys are going to catch me. I'm going to fall back. It's going to be a good contest all year, and, and I think we're going to keep close. But right now, ride me while I'm on the hot streak because you might be able to make a little bit of money.
0: You guys might I, like riding bears, so just ride them good. Bear back? <laughs> yes.
2: Um, well, to go along with what you were just saying, uh, I think I got my sleeper, I think I got the state right, Pac 12 sleeper team. Uh but I just get I just didn't get the team right. Arizona looked awful. <laughs> yeah, they they got blown out by Houston. Oh my gosh.
1: What was the um, score? I didn't see I, that it game. It was like
2: 48 to nothing. It was terrible. Yeah, they it
0: looked was, um, they, look,
2: they looked atrocious.
1: I fell I fell asleep during the Arizona State Michigan State game, so I didn't even see the Arizona. I was actually I didn't say this about the weekend, but won some good money at the casino this weekend. Actually, hot friend won a whole bunch of good money at the casino. I I won like 50 bucks. There you go. Well, and Gary knows because we've been at the casino together. So I every time I go to any casino, I immediately lose hundred dollars, no matter what. Immediately, truth. So I played roulette. Immediately lost hundred dollars. Get a hundred out because that's how I am. I'm just going to keep pulling money until I break even. Go back. <laughs> the smart gambling. Game <laughs> <laughs> go go. Good thing I'm a single man, or you know, you know what I mean. But go back and play um, blackjack, right? Just start crushing. I mean, I'm. I think my first three hands were. I think the first two were twenty-one, and then I had 20, 20, 20, and only pushed one of those. So I won four of the first five hands and pushed one, so I got my money back like immediately.
0: Were you playing twenty-five dollars a hand?
1: I was playing ten a hand. Okay. Um, just to be cautious, and I was putting you know the one or two bucks on the uh, whatever the little the bonus the bonuses and whatnot, and I hit two of those, which was nice. So you know only one or two bucks, you only went in five to one, so that's an extra five bucks every now and then. But then ended up losing a couple. Um, and I told myself, I said, I'm gonna get up to, you know, I'll get up to 200 bucks, and I'm just gonna quit. So I get up to 250 bucks,
0: <laughs> and you kept going, <laughs> and
1: I kept going, and I got hot friend like, just you just need to stop, you need to stop, lose two hands, um, you know, get down to like 225 or 230 something like that, and I was like, okay, I said, this is the last hand, played it, lost, I think 220, I walked away with there. I was like, okay. So you take were up twenty away. bucks, is what you're saying? I was up twenty there. We went and played slots and ended up winning like forty or fifty or something. She's not bad. She is. She, I swear, and she nailed this to a T. She goes, I always win here in Cleveland. When we were in Cleveland at the Jack. Uh, she goes, I always win. She goes, I always pick an end slot, and it's one of those weird. You know, to me, slots are three bar seven. You know, th- that's slots you got three, and you go. Everyone else now is playing these crazy like. Cleopatra, whatever weird things digital with, like, ones. with like, yeah, seven lines or whatever. Where you don't
0: understand how to win. And
1: and and I and she goes, no, not at all. I have no idea how they work. And she goes, okay, you know, I'm going to go. I, I played the end and I picked this one. And she's like describing it. And we, you know, we really couldn't find it. I was like, okay. I said, what about this one? I said, this one's on the end. It looks like something you were describing. She was okay. So She sits down, puts in 40 bucks, gets maybe two three spins in next thing you know she's got like 75 free spins the thing just keeps going the money just keeps going up there's a whole bunch of lines squiggling i'm i'm like oh my goodness like i need to play this crap more this is amazing i don't even know how this works and she walked away with a good chunk of change i'm not going to say how much but um uh, she she did walk away with a good amount of money i think i sent you a snap on that you did and uh good for her um and you know we we had a good time obviously there um i think this weekend we might go to toledo and see if that luck rolls over and keep winning me money i mean her money
0: yeah that'll be good see
1: that that's what i do i I just take a 20 in and i go play the
2: slots and when i'm out i'm out well but i usually leave you know maybe plus 15 bucks and then go
1: to go to taco bell and spend it all
0: no well that that's what happened to me like i i kind of changed my my approach i used to do what you did bear is i would take money out and take it out to get back to even so i was in when i was on the road in 2011 i was in mississippi playing at a casino and i had 300 and i went and played blackjack i lost it in 10 minutes i pulled out another 500 lost that in about a half hour and then i pulled out 200 more sat down at blackjack lost 100 go over you know crying and and crying in self pity into a lean cuisine <laughs> Over by the slot machine, so I just put it into a dollar slot machine, playing it, you know, three dollars at a time. I get down to fifty-four dollars. I hit the progressive jackpot for fifteen hundred. So I'm like, I'm up four hundred. I look up to the sky to God. I'm like, I'm leaving. I, I get you. I understand. So from that day on, it's now been seven years. When I walk in, whatever I walk in with, I know I'm going to set with, and it's no more usually than than two hundred. I go in with two hundred. If I lose it, I'm done. That's yep. it. And,
1: and and I I totally agree with you. Um, you know, it sounds like I'm a degenerate gambler. And I am, but, (laughs) but no, when I, and that's, that's outside, that's Bovada, that's DraftKings, you know, that's that. When I go and I I do go to a casino, I do set a limit, you know, at 200, 300, whatever it may be. I won't go, you know, I'll normally bring in 200. If I got to go back to the ATM for a hundred one more time, so be it. But I know my limit. I know where I need to stay at. Um, you know, we're not sitting here telling everyone to go gamble and gamble your whole life away. That's that's not the case. You gotta know your limits. Everyone has their limits. Brandon knows his limit, his limit's twenty dollars at the slots, and that's great. Everyone has their limits. People are high rollers, some people are low rollers, there's nothing wrong with it. So if you go and, and to base off that to pick off college picks or NFL picks, which we'll get to, which I wouldn't pick off those from us yet. <laughs> no, but, but for college, if you do that, if you play a dollar on a game or you play 10 bucks or a hundred bucks on a game, I, I don't care what it is. Know your limit when you're gambling. Cause I do. And I haven't been playing my picks. I've been going against me and playing parlays and stuff. And I'm going to start playing my picks and win a little bit of cash. If I'm yeah. going to stay on a hot streak like this, yeah. because you do run on a hot streak. That's just, it's, it's how life works. It's how gambling works. You don't go 12 weeks out of the year and win every single week.
0: Well, that, that's how the, when I when I take the girlfriend to Hollywood and Toledo, I give her five bucks, right? Because that's all she wants. She's like, just give me five bucks. I give her five bucks. She finds a slot machine. Three times in a row, she won 75 or more dollars. <laughs> on five dollars. Yeah. I'm like, are you kidding me? And, and I'll go
1: sit. Take them, take them. I'll
0: go sit and lose hundred you know five minutes. And I'm like, what is going on? So like Bear said, just be careful with gambling. Know what you're doing. Uh, don't, you, you can trust us. If you're going to trust any of us, trust Bear. Because he's he's a guy ride his hot streak go with him
1: trust it now yes. if I go three and eight this week do not trust it because I'll have two or three bad weeks in a row and then once you go oh this dude's not good I'm gonna go twelve and zero it's right. gonna happen
0: it, it, and I could very well see it happening so let's just get right into it um, number one Alabama at Mississippi twenty and a half there's that half so twenty and a half for uh, they're favored by Mississippi starts the game off twenty and a half to zero.
2: Brandon. All right. Well, you know me. I want to give you scores as well. So I want to give you the who covers and who and the score.
1: So oh. Alabama covers 34 10. All right. Bear. You said it was 20 and a half or 20? 20.
0: 20 and a half, and Mississippi is at home.
1: <sighs> is Eli Manning there? Uh, he may be in the crowd. Uh, uh, Archie. Oh, of course. He's playing quarterback. Yeah, twenty and a half. I'm gonna take Alabama to win by three touchdowns or more.
0: And give me Alabama as well. Next game, Georgia Southern at Clemson, thirty three and a
2: half. Clemson covers forty eight three.
1: Bear. Yeah, Clemson should. After the scare that they had this last week at Texas A&M, almost blowing the game, they they should beat the crap out of Georgia Southern.
2: I wouldn't even call that a scare. I think Texas A&M is gonna be good. They're but, a good team. Uh, I mean, that was a good football game.
1: Yep.
0: And uh, give me
1: Clemson as. And I'm well. sorry. What was the line on that? Thirty
0: three and, and a half. Thirty
1: three and a half.
0: Yes. So Clemson as well so far we all agree. Number uh, well the next game Middle Tennessee at number 3 Georgia 31
2: and a half. Georgia covers 45 to 10.
1: Bear. Uh Georgia blew the crap out of South Carolina away which in a game I thought was going to be a little bit closer. Um 10, they they covered 10 easily last week. I think 41-17 was the final. They blew the crap out of someone week 1. I think Brandon called that one to a T. What'd you say the score was going to be?
2: 45 nothing. Wait, 45 nothing? I think it was 45 nothing. And yeah. what did
1: you just say it was going to be for this week? 45-10. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, it's going to be more than that probably. They'll probably put up a 50-burger on them, and um, I got Georgia easily here.
0: Same here. Next game, big one for Bear and Ice, Saturday Night Football, number four, Ohio State at number 15, TCU. TCU is a 13-point dog.
2: Okay, so I'll, I'll go first because I know you guys are Ohio State fans. This game is going to go either two ways. It's going to go either TCU wins close game by field goal or, or less. I mean, or, yeah, or less. Or Ohio State is going to blow the doors right off of them. I said this was going to be Ohio State's first loss. I want to stick with that in week three. TCU wins 34-31. Okay.
1: Um. Go Brandon, I respect your opinion highly, but you are so wrong. They are going to blow the doors off TCU this did, week. TCU was up 14-12 to 12 at halftime on SMU last week. They struggled week one. Ohio State has blown out two very bad opponents. Can, Don't can get you, me wrong.
0: Before you keep going, I'm sorry to interrupt. Can you just tell us what our backup, and I'm going to say our backup quarterback, Ohio State's backup quarterback, what did he do last week?
1: Tate Martell went 10-for-10 10 10 with a rushing touchdown and a passing touchdown he last led the
0: week. And he led the team in rushing.
1: Yeah, I don't care if Rutgers is a Big Ten
2: team; they're terrible. I knew I knew Ohio State was going to blow the Okay, doors first of, off of all, you right. know that was the
0: backup quarterback so I, too. No, I
2: understand. Yeah, Tate Martell was thirty whatever. for thirty-three as yeah. quarterbacks. But this game, like I said, this game is going to go either two ways. It's not going to be Ohio State wins by a, a touchdown. It's going to be Ohio State either absolutely blows them out, or what? TCU keeps it close and wins by. So one. when you say blow, give me if Ohio State wins, what's the blowout score? Forty-eight to ten. Oh wow. Okay. It, it will, I mean, it'll It'll be that. It's not going to be Ohio State wins by 10, wins by 7, wins by a field goal. It's going to be Ohio State either kills them or TCU wins by a field goal.
1: Okay. Um, and, and, Gary, I'm going to go before you because I, I know what's going to happen. I've seen this before. They've come into big games and they've laid eggs at certain times. This isn't Oklahoma. This isn't Texas from 10 years ago. This isn't USC from 15 years ago. This TCU team is very – they're not good. No, they're not good. I know.
2: I, I was listening to uh, the Ohio State um, – uh, Thursday or Wednesday show with Paul Keels and uh, Jim Lachey. And uh, they were both, I know it's Ohio State, you know, program, but they were both comparing this to Virginia Tech a couple of years ago. So No, no Virginia Tech had a great
1: defense. TCU does not. And sorry, and they And they were
2: talking about their defense. They weren't talking about their offense. They were talking about TCU comparing to Virginia Tech's defense. So, I mean, we'll see how it goes. And, and Ryan Day,
0: this is his last game as coach. He has something to prove here, and this would be a big statement win for him as well.
1: Um, yeah, one, this is probably a big money game for him. Uh, if he does blow them out, even if he beats them no matter what, um, unfortunately he'll probably be gone next year. He's going to get a head coaching job anywhere else in the country pretty much. Um, so this Maybe is a, Michigan. Uh, no, he won't go to Michigan. This will be a big game for him, but I'm, I'm totally off of all of that and everything else. Um, We talked about this, um, you know, down in the leadership training that we were. We're down in central Ohio. You know, a lot of Buckeyes fans down there. And everyone was nervous. They're all talking about it. I said, guys, I said, you don't need to be nervous. I said, Ohio State has two of the top ten quarterbacks probably right now in college football. Any of these guys could start at any single team. They are better than Kelly Bryant. Uh, maybe not quite over Toya Toya. what's his name? Toya Lova? Toya Tagatalova. Tagatalova. I can't believe um, he gets that but, name right. I know, and I can't. Better than Jalen Hurts. I mean, who's the backup on that team? That's the only other team that has a, a quarterback situation like Ohio State does. I can't. They are. I'm telling you right now, Ohio State, 45-17, they're going to blow the doors off TCU. They okay. have a great and absolute great Great rep, track record in Dallas. They play good AT&T, ATT Stadium, so they beat o- Oregon. National Championship, baby. They've beat a lot of other teams there. Ohio State. Is that where they're playing? Yes, yes. they're I'm in Dallas. They're, okay. So granted, it is 20 miles from TCU. Ohio State fans travel pretty much as good as anyone in, in the entire college football. That is going to be 75% red. You will see at AT&T Stadium. They love Buckeyes fans in Dallas. We've been there, Gary. I've been there with Carter and R. Kelly. We know how they treat Buckeyes fans there. They love Buckeyes fans because Buckeyes fans spend a lot of money because they're always there. They travel well. It's just how it is. Ohio State's going to overwhelm them. TCU's defense, not that great. I'm telling you right now, just because you can smother SMU in the second half, only being up 14-12, sorry. Because you're going to watch this week with Michigan, they're going to struggle with SMU, and that's going to tell you a lot. The win, they're going to struggle.
0: What did you say the score was again?
1: 45-17 Buckeyes.
0: Pretty, pretty close to what I was going to say. Um, of course, we could be absolutely wrong because that's why they play the game. But I was uh, – same thing, Ohio State, I had them 52-10. to 10. I think it's going to be that bad.
1: Yeah, I, I think that they're absolutely just going to – they're going to roll. Um, you know, but outside of Oklahoma, the Big 12 is bad. They're oh, yeah. It's, bad. it's it's a
0: lot worse than we thought it would be. And speaking of, of – And
1: so is the Big 10. Right. And spe- outside of Ohio State and Wisconsin. Eh, right. So.
0: And speaking of Oklahoma, they are next on the board. So we uh, – Bear and I took Ohio State, so right now – Bear, you and I agree on the first four games, and Brandon, only the last one, disagreed. So the next game is number five, Oklahoma, at Iowa State. Iowa State is a 17-point dog who just played like trash against Iowa, lost 13-3. to three. So,
2: Yeah, and they lost. They might be out uh, without their starting quarterback. I forget his name. But Oklahoma just lost their starting running back, torn ACL, Rodney Anderson, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I'm going, I, I have to stick with my – Prediction. I picked on Iowa State to win this game. I'm gonna you, you do not have to stick with yeah, your you prediction. I, I, I know I don't have to, but I, I don't know. Just something I, I have faith in Matt Campbell. I like what he's done there. Thirty one thirty, Iowa State. Okay.
1: Yeah, um, I don't care if Oklahoma lost all three running backs. They still got uh, Kyler Murray, the kid's a beast. He can be a running back if he wants we'll, to be a running back. Yeah, we'll see how how good he actually is this week, I think. I mean, I think he's I,
0: he's gonna
2: show them that he is that he's the real deal. I, I, think, I know, but they played Florida Atlantic, and who did they play last week?
1: UCLA. I, yeah, was, not,
2: even you agree, Chip Kelly's defense. He, Chip Kelly doesn't know how to play defense,
1: so. Well, yeah, I know uh, that, but I mean, they, they, Lane, Oklahoma Lane does. look tough. Oh yeah. What do you What do you got, Bear? Uh, Oklahoma uh, landslide. I think that people, uh, you know, and I'm not saying like Brandon, but people are gonna think that this is gonna be a lot closer than it is. No thanks. Give me Oklahoma. Oof.
0: 48, 48 21 Yeah, I was going to go uh Oklahoma as well 42 17. Next game BYU at number 6
2: Wisconsin 22 points. Wisconsin covers 38
1: to 7. <sighs> this is a tough one cuz Wisconsin has not covered yet this year. They're only year. two
0: against the spread so the, far.
1: They are. But
0: oh. they were both over 30 points. So they, you know, we could see what happens. They were both over 30 points. Right now it's 22. You know, I, I I'll go ahead and make my pick now. Uh, number six, Wisconsin. I think they cover. Uh, they haven't covered against the spread this year so far. 0 and 2. They've let me down both games. This is the week I think they do it. 22 is a lot more manageable than 35. Both weeks. it was what 35 and 35 and a half. So I think this week right now, 22. Give me Wisconsin.
1: Okay. Um, BYU has beaten Arizona, who was actually my surprise team as well. Brandon, um, I think we both took them, so I'm not going to leave you hanging on that one. Beat them by five at Arizona. Just lost at home to Cal by three, who's a pretty good team. Um, They're up and coming. Uh, At Wisconsin, is going to be tough. They're going to get ran on. They have a decent defense, but if they stop Jonathan Taylor, they're going to be able to stop that. 22 is a low number. Uh, you guys, you guys both have Wisconsin, right? Correct. I guess I got to ride a hot streak, man. And my gut is, my gut, and my head, and my heart—they're all saying BYU is going to cover, so probably closer than most people think. Give me BYU to lose by seven.
0: Okay, and okay. I, I think they're going to win by twenty-four. Is what
2: I got them at. Little Lee Corso, right there, closer than the experts think, right?
1: I do have my Th- pencil.
0: Th- there you go. This I think, uh, this this is going to be an interesting to see where we go with this. Number 12, LSU, against and at number seven, Auburn,
2: nine and a half. Um, this, I'm going to be flipping back and forth between this game and our next pick. Um, LSU covers, Auburn wins
1: 24 to 20. In LSU, you said? No, Auburn. It's at Auburn. Yep. This could uh-huh. be a good game. LSU's look good this year too. Um, I don't know who they just played last week. Does anyone have that by chance? Or who who played? I'm sorry. LSU. LSU they beat they, the crap out of they, someone. Didn't they beat
0: they? Miami yeah. and then they beat the crap out of some nobody.
2: I think. If stat guy was here, I don't know where the hell he's at. He would be able to tell us.
1: He's probably getting the Miller light that you just requested. So give me mm, nine and a half is a big number for the way LSU's played. Joe Burrow's had pretty decent go around. Oh, is Auburn going to win by 10 at home? That's tough. And they a, they beat, a, they beat, a, beat
0: a, Southeast Louisiana 31 to nothing. Uh, oh, 31 to nothing. That's yeah. it. Is yeah. this
1: Burroughs a backup quarterback for Ohio State? He was. Yes. He was. I mean, yeah, yeah. he was. Okay. He so, would
0: he would have been third string this year if he stayed at Ohio State. Yeah.
1: Okay. And he's starting for a SEC school. Just remember that. You know what? Give me Auburn by 10 if I get nine and a half here. I, that's Like I said, that's how I bet. That's how I want to bet. They're the better team. They're at home. If they were in LSU, this would go the other way. No doubt I'd take LSU. Give me Auburn by 10 on the dot. Um, 24-14.
0: Okay. And I also took Auburn uh, to cover by 10-14. to 14. I haven't went in by you know, a touchdown, a field goal, or two touchdowns. So give me Auburn as well. Next game, we have Brandon's fun time. Bandy at number eight, Notre Dame, 14-point favorite.
3: Ooh.
2: Okay, so I was at the game last week. I know Notre Dame struggles usually in the Brian Kelly era in week two games. I saw he's like five and four. Um, in the years that he has lost, he's gone on to have a pretty good season. Mm-hmm. But this game was very sad to watch. Um, but you said 14 and a half? 14. Do not take Notre Dame to cover because this game is going to be, unfortunately for me, it's going to be close. Um, Notre Dame is going to win 24-21. And I want to tell you right now, kind of get a little off topic. You guys were just talking about Bovada. I saw something today. For some reason, I have no idea. Notre Dame was a 20-1 to shot to win the national championship. Bovada has upped Notre Dame 14-1, to and, like, the top six, it goes Notre Dame, Auburn, Wisconsin, Ohio State, Clemson, and and Alabama. So, Bovada, Barry, you said you play Bovada. You know a lot more than I do. I don't even know what Bovada was until you started saying it.
0: They, they pretend to be a Las Vegas betting yeah, site, but it's definitely so, overseas. Most uh,
2: likely. They, yeah, they and everybody else below Notre Dame is, like, you know – Very far behind. So apparently Bovada has faith in Notre Dame. I do not have faith in them to cover. They never cover. This game is going to be closer. It's not going to be 14 points. They they covered against Michigan. It was one point. It it was one point, but still. (laughs) Notre Dame should blow out Vandy. They're not going to. 24-21 Notre Dame wins. Bear? Uh,
1: We talked about this before we came on air. Brandon and I were talking, um, and I know that he was going to do that. And it made me want to go the opposite way because I like to do that. I did it last week on Ball State. I'm going to stick with Notre Dame. Um, after the letdown last week, I think that Brian Kelly's going to get them, you know, amped up, pissed off. Um, they played Vandy last year, Brandon?
2: No, they have not played oh, Vandy since 1996. Oh, really? It's been Real, long? Oh, I thought it was yeah, Thursday like game. I thought it was just a couple of years year. ago. Yeah. yeah. No. Interesting.
1: Okay. Well, in, it, regardless, the case of, you know, they just – you know, pretty much got embarrassed by Ball State, only winning by eight, in all honesty.
2: Yeah, I never, uh, again, I was at that game. I never thought that they were going to lose. I always thought, okay, they went up 7 nothing. They they drove down the field three plays, scored a touchdown. Okay, this game's going to be a blowout. And then uh, Ball State always found uh, that, that play to keep them in the game. I never thought Notre Dame was going to lose. Now, they could have. They could have not got that onside kick, and Ball State could have drove down and scored and got the ex, you know the two-point conversion or whatever. But, um, yeah, that was a major letdown. So I'll let you finish, Bear. But Notre Dame will not cover
1: this game. Did I'm sorry. I'll ask you one more question because I thought I heard. It. Did you say that Ball State had the ball to go down and score the potential game tying touchdown?
2: No, they they Ever scored. Did. They scored.
1: They went for the onside kick and
2: Notre Dame got it.
1: Okay. okay. so the they did. So they
2: had a chance that, that they would have got that, it, but
1: that might have changed my mind because that would have been two games in a row that they kind of did that. But it's not. Um, I I think that you know Notre Dame beats up on Vandy here. Um, I think after the letdown last week, everyone's going to be thinking, oh, it's going to be a close game, Notre Dame's not going to cover. Yeah, I don't think that's the case. I'm going on the opposite side of the spectrum here. I hope you're right. Give me, give me Notre Dame 38-14 to 14 this oh, week. Oh, my gosh, I
2: hope you're right. I, I
0: have Notre Dame as well covering, uh, I don't even, whatever, on the score, 35-10. to 10. Doesn't matter to me. Um, UC Davis at number nine, Stanford, 22-point favorite for Stanford.
2: Uh, Bryce Love is not playing hamstring injury. Um, not injury. They're just they're just holding him off. I mean, it's a UC Davis. They don't need him to play. Stanford covers fifty-two nothing.
1: You don't think it'll be that much, but like thirty-one nothing.
0: Yeah, and it, I give me forty-one to three uh, as well. <laughs> Stanford, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Uh, number ten, Washington at Utah. Utah six points to start the game.
2: All right, I believe this is my uh, Pac-12 preview championship game, so I said Washington was going to win. I'm going to stick with that. They went 24-17. to What was the line? Six.
1: Yeah, so So they they covered. covered. They covered by one point. That was my exact score, Washington.
0: Yeah, sure, I'll go with that score too, Washington by six, more than six. So, Bear, uh, if I'm going to catch you this week, I've got one game to do it.
1: Man. Good thing, good thing. There's another like eight to nine weeks left, so we'll be right. okay. Plus bowl season.
0: But I didn't tell you guys this. I put in a bonus game. Oh, I saw that. I got it down here. Yes, you did. Oh, I forgot I had it in the agenda. Number twenty-one, Miami at Toledo. Toledo, ten-point dog.
2: Yeah, I uh, unfortunately I'm not going to this game or tailgating. I wish I was. Um, the U coming into Toledo. That's gonna be. It's gonna be hopefully a raucous crowd and everything. A good environment. I want to see, being, you know, with Toledo being local, I want to see him stay in this game. I just, I think it will. I think in the third quarter or fourth, Miami's going to pull away 41-21. to 21.
0: And, um, you know, I have some faith in Toledo. I had a chance to go to this game. I was offered tickets, but Grayson has soccer and football this weekend, so I will not be going. And uh, I'm going to take Toledo in the 10. You know, that's going to be my, my one game. In the top 10, I took all top 10 teams when it came to the spread. I'm going to actually take Toledo on this one. After I saw them against L- at Miami against LSU, I don't think they look good at all. Toledo's only played one game so if i year. Miami's only played one game, too. And they've only played one game. They may come back pissed off. Who knows? But um, you know what? I have faith in Toledo. I'm going to stick with Toledo. I know they may get their asses handed to them, but give me them with the 10.
1: Being a uh, semi-alumni of Toledo, obviously I always root for them. I'm going to root for them this weekend.
0: What do you um, mean? What do you mean semi-alumni? Well, you
1: know, when you drop out, you're still technically an alumni-ish. I mean, you <laughs> went there.
0: Oh, I, I thought you got your degree. <laughs> oh, God, this whole time I thought you had a degree there. Well, I am an alumni. No. That's where I got my bachelor's degree, master's from Michigan State, so
1: I'm no, there. I'm not an alumni. I'm a, dra- a dropout alumni. I, I am an alum from I Toledo, was there.
0: but Brandon knows I was on BG's campus more than I was on Toledo, so I'm just going to put that out there.
2: Go Falcons. Shut up, Brandon. Get out of here. BG, uh, roll along.
1: Shut up. So anyways, um, last year I won a lot of money on this game. Toledo was like a 24-point underdog going into Miami. I took Toledo in the over on a big parlay, put big money down on it, hit it. Um, if uh, I know Cody, if he listens, we were at uh, Sean's, I think, last year and watched this game, and I was the only person like watching, just yelling because I wanted the over. And I think Toledo was like a 24, 25-point dog. They ended up losing by like 17, but it was a high-scoring game. They kept them close that's not going to happen this week. I mean, Toledo played VMI. They don't have Woodside. They have a decent running game, but their quarterback play isn't good. Their defense is not great. Like you said, even though they won 66-3, VMI is just trash. I'm pretty sure that Anthony Wayne could probably put up some decent points on him, maybe beat him. So I'm sorry I have to go against Toledo. I, I hope I'm wrong, just like Brandon hopes he's wrong or, you know, hopes that he's wrong with his Notre Dame pick. I do hope I'm wrong. I'd love to see Toledo beat Miami in the glass bowl. Don't think it's going to happen. Give me Miami by three touchdowns.
0: And like I said, I'm going to stick with Toledo. And I'm not betting money on this, nor would I, because in this, I'm strictly in this game going with the heart and hope. Do I think they'll get blown up? Very, very possible. Um, I think Miami is pissed off after LSU. But since this is for fun picks and I've got several more weeks to catch up, give me
1: Toledo. Yeah, you got plenty of weeks to catch up. So let's do it.
0: All right. So let's go right into NFL. Um, week one just was a shocking thing. We already talked a little bit about football. Our, our picks, uh, all separate. Brandon was seven and nine bear was seven and nine. I was eight and eight. And I think on our pigskin pick them, did we have eight wins and we're middle of the pack?
1: Yes. So we have eight wins, um, not a clue. Layup. Lynette is winning, so obviously she does have a clue.
0: Lynette does have a clue. That I think is. she just faked us out.
1: <laughs> she she just wants some of that OTL swag. I think she does. That's that's amazing. Um, eleven out of sixteen is solid for, for that week. For week one of this odd NFL. NFL week one, two are always odd. It seems like, so.
0: Is she the only one at eleven?
1: Yeah, she is. Oh my gosh. Um, Cody is at ten. There is somebody else. V Elise, and uh, I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong, but V-E-L-I-S-S, maybe V Lis, I don't know, has ten as well. So they're the top runners. Good job. We have three at nine. We have one, two, three, four, five people at eight, two people at seven, two people at six, and R. Kelly hater at one. <laughs> So, who would that be? Uh, who would, uh, who do you think Jason. our Kelly Hater is? I yelled at Jason on Monday morning. I called him and asked him why he was not in our pigskin Pick'em. He said he didn't understand the rules. I said, Jason, it was on Twitter. It was on Facebook. It was literally everywhere. You didn't even ask. All you had to do is ask me, and he didn't do that. So I made him get in, um, and he got one of two games right on Monday night because obviously he put in Monday. I told him he still has a chance, and he certainly still does. I mean – just because you missed all the games week one you still have how many does he have one one point oh okay because he he just got in okay he still has 16 more weeks of nfl football just like everybody else does there's a lot of uh you know a lot of a lot of football left so don't freak out um you know as we go we we're, we're excited to see we have sorry we do have 16 people and that's that's pretty cool
0: that's awesome and you can keep joining don't this is this does not close keep joining if we see we can track win percentages there we'll we'll keep an eye on win percentages and those that are in it every week. We'll keep an eye on wins as well. So uh, you guys stay in there. Uh, we're going to try to catch up. Remember that we are going all three of us we go with the majority pick. So let's get right into it. Thursday night football, Baltimore at Cincinnati. Brandon
2: uh Baltimore
1: Bear yeah, it's after Cincinnati the way they looked. I gotta take Baltimore. I have to.
0: I ha, I also have Baltimore. Next game, Carolina at Atlanta. Uh,
1: Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta's got to come back and win. I mean, Carolina did not look great against Dallas, even though their defense has improved. I'm sorry, Atlanta. It'll be close. Maybe by Atlanta by three.
0: Yeah, Atlanta. You know, I think they they just blew it again against the Eagles. I think they come back at home and get that win. So, give me Atlanta as well. Next game, Chargers at Buffalo. Do we even have to go over this one?
2: This game, I think, is going. I'm, I'm going to give a score to this game because I think it's going to be that pitiful. I think, I, I think Buffalo's defense gives up another 40 points. It's going to be 41 to 10.
1: I don't see that happening. Um, San Diego, has, for some reason, plays bad on the East Illinois. Coast. Sorry, mm-hmm. the Chargers. L.A. Chargers, you're correct. There you go, Rich Eisen. They play bad on the East Coast. For some reason, they can't travel. I don't know why. They never do. They'll win the game. It's not going to be pretty, though. I mean, they'll probably put up points. Buffalo will, too. I know Josh Allen's starting, but he's better than Nathan Peterman is. The Bills are at home. Bills Mafia will be crazy and drunk by 2 a.m. on Saturday, probably, or <laughs> Friday, um, and jumping through tables and lighting crap on fire, and I'm excited to see all that on the Internet. That's the That's almost the best part of my Sunday mornings, is seeing what the Buffalo fans are doing this week. But, yeah, Chargers are going to beat them. Um, I'm not even going to give a score. Chargers win. (laughs) Fire. (laughs) Give me the
0: Chargers as well. Next game, Minnesota at Green Bay. Minnesota. Bear.
1: Rodgers, not 100%. Minnesota's defense looked pretty darn good against Garoppolo last week. Confused him a lot. It's a little bit different. Rodgers knows how to read defense better than Garoppolo does. But Minnesota, very close uh, last second field goal.
0: Give me Minnesota as well. And, uh, you know, I thought the bear the Bears looked good.
1: Mm. Rodgers just for came For 30 that, minutes they looked for good.
0: For 30 minutes they looked good. And that Khalil back trade looks gold after watching him
1: play. And, I, you know, I think he gassed out late in that game, not yep. being, you know, game flow ready. That first he was all amped up. He wanted to prove Gruden wrong. That's why he had a great first half. But he still had no <laughs> preseason. You can work out all you want getting in an NFL game is completely different than any cardio you're ever going to do. And, did you, you know, I think that even showed with Ben Roethlisberger because he does not look good.
0: It, yeah, as a slim down, uh, what did you call him, medium Ben? Yeah, he medium not, Ben. He's he, not Big Ben anymore. He's yeah, medium Ben. And, yeah, and with, with Mack... Um, I don't know if you saw it at the end of the Raiders game. I went to bed. It was 13-10 Raiders. I'm like, oh, they're staying. And I wake up, it's 33-13. They got beat. Yeah. And then he says, uh, oh, we need to get pressure with our yeah, defensive we, I line. I don't know why right we didn't get pressure. Our, yeah, I, don't,
1: I don't know why we didn't get pressure from our defensive <laughs> line. I wonder why, John. Come on, man.
0: Right. Come on, man.
1: All right. Come on, man.
2: Houston at Tennessee. Uh, Deshaun Watson said he's got to play better. I think he will. Uh,
1: give me Houston. Yep. Give me Houston.
0: Houston. Cleveland at New Orleans. Both uh, – Cleveland's still undefeated at 0-0-1, and New Orleans uh, had a shock loss against Tampa with Ryan Fitzpatrick throwing four TDs. So home for New Orleans uh, against an undefeated – I will say undefeated Cleveland Browns team.
2: What do we got? I guess that's nice to hear in week two.
0: (laughs) Yes. Um, They're also uh, winless.
2: Yeah, I think this game's going to be closer than you think or than than, uh, people think. Give me – Man, give me New Orleans.
1: Um, definitely closer than people think. This is the Browns' best starting record since 2004, which means <laughs> they've lost the last 13 year uh, uh, um, openers. So you got to think about that. Um, just a little bit about the Browns. I, you know, I was very happy that they tied. I really wanted to see them win. Um, I think Steelers had six turnovers or five turnovers, whatever, on the road. Six.
0: Cl- Cleveland was plus five because they turned over once.
1: Yes. Three interceptions, uh, three uh, lost fumbles. Um, there was a lot of bad calls in that game. There was a l- I think there was 26 penalties I saw at one point, and 23 of them were accepted. It's and, absolutely absurd. A, and, ter- a terrible roughing the passer call on Roethlisberger. Awful. Absolutely the, bad. Yeah,
2: the NFL uh, just it, came out yesterday and said that they made a uh, bad call on that. And I agree, too. Me and my uncle got into this because – with the whole Aaron Rodgers thing that happened last year with Minnesota driving him into the ground, I said that right there against Miles Miles Jack, uh, Miles, Jack uh, Miles Garrett um, uh, Ben Roethlisberger hit. I think that was a clean hit. It was a nice hit. It should have been called, and it, it killed him because they scored a touchdown the next play. So did
0: did you see the the fun stat about what's happened when there's been a plus five? turnover margin in, in games yeah I think, 137 uh, I think games think four. 132 four and one yeah. the tie is obviously the browns and two of the four losses are the, the browns, browns.
1: Yep. yeah yeah and it shows I, and like i said back on it penalties were atrocious the the everything was just bad in that game it was disappointing to even watch um you know cleveland though resilient down 21 to 7 and i mean the fans were out of it. everybody was out of it they i started would, leaving they, I, they did. They, it was right when they started leaving. Right there, it was like ten minutes left in the fourth. Is when Roethlisberger threw that pick, or they? It was a sack fumble. I, I can't remember whatever it was, but I was, you know. And hot friend is a big Browns fan, and we came home from Cleveland. We got home about halftime, and we watched the second half of that game. And it was like, okay, like they'll be fine. And then it was just like, ugh, like I'm just trying to be, you know, positive right now watching them because I'm not a brown I root for the Browns, but I'm not a Browns fan. And and watching and I'm I'm gonna let you go yeah. ahead and give your emotions, but watching her emotions as she goes through it and as they kept scoring and she was she was up walking around like I am for a Cowboys game on this on this last second field goal after it's 21-21 after they make this great comeback, you know, go to overtime, which shouldn't have been overtime, but you know, they the the other thing is, is which wasn't anything that has to do with penalties in this whole game, is that they couldn't stop TJ Watt. All they had to do was stop TJ. TJ Watt was getting through. Taylor, he was getting through on runs to Hyde. Hyde had some, I mean, if he if TJ Watt isn't there, Hyde's gone. If TJ Watt isn't there, Tyrod isn't getting sacked. And I know that sounds kind of stupid, but it's true. TJ Watt completely blew up that line on that uh, field goal. He came in, uh, obviously blew it up, blocked it. I mean, he had a monster game. And, you know, more power to him. Other than that, the rest of the Steelers' defense is garbage. Um, you know they're they're not they're gonna get they're gonna get shown up by Kansas City this week. It's gonna be a track meet and we'll get there when we get there. But the Steelers are a little bit overrated. I think the Browns are gonna be good. To end on all this, they're not winning this week. Um, and I think that it will be close. Maybe they lose by ten late. You know, out throws a pick six as they're down by three. So it, the box score won't look close, but it'll be closer than most people think.
0: And I have New Orleans as well.
1: Yeah, that. Speaking of
2: that game, I mean it was it was a roller coaster. 21-7. I thought the game was over. I said, okay, you know they they ran it for a little bit. 21-7. Um, then they came back. 21-14. And then uh, I think the Browns turned it over. And then like two plays later, that's when everybody started leaving. P.S. This is why you never. I don't care if the Browns still lost. This is why you never leave a game early. People were doing this at, on Saturday with Notre Dame and Ball State. Oh. Notre Dame got the ball, you know, people are leaving. Don't leave a game when it's close or, you know, when something happens. When that clock hits zero, then you can leave. That's just my thought. That's my opinion. I hate when people leave because they were showing the crowd everybody's leaving. And all of a sudden it's twenty-one twenty-one, and they're talking about people trying to get in. No, you left. You're, you're done. Bye. See ya. Um, don't ever leave a game early. Twenty-one twenty-one. 21 I, I was texting you guys. I, I lost my voice. Uh... Going, you know, when they were about to kick that game-winning field goal, it was raining. I knew it was going to be tough. It was like a forty-three-yard attempt. Uh, it was going to be tough, tough. Um, going into overtime, I mean, the Browns had their chance. Then the Steelers had their chance. I mean, it was just going back and forth. Um, but great football game. But yeah, they don't carry that over to this week. And Browns still lose.
0: All right. So we've agreed on every game so far. Um, <laughs> this this may <laughs>
1: we have this may change <laughs> coming up.
2: Miami at the Jets. Uh, who do i got i have i have the jets bear j e t s jets 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 by the way before you give your pick and cuz you just said that they were saying that at the lions at jets game and it was
1: freaking loud oh you and, mean when all the lions fans left midway through the third yeah it, it was, was freaking loud when Every, they were saying that and and everyone hates or hates on fireman ed don't know why. I think he's great. I, I love Fireman yeah, Ed, the passion. and, and mean, he was—he awesome. goes to every game. I love it. Good for him. Jets are going to beat Miami. Miami isn't that good. They played a ugh, Tennessee team, which uh, God, I don't even know how to look at them here going forward after that. But um, yeah, they're—they're going to beat up Miami at home.
0: Jets, oh. Jets, Jets, Jets. <laughs>
2: uh, Kansas City at Pittsburgh. All right, who do I got here? I'm trying to find it. Okay, KC uh, carries that momentum. Um, Tyreek Hill, oh, my gosh, what a game he had. Um, Kareem Hunt, I think, you know, Toledo guy, I think he's going to have a good game. Pittsburgh uh,
1: will lose this game KC wins. Um, Rapey does play better at home. Um, it's not like he plays that well. Like, he's in an Atlanta bathroom, but it's close enough. He plays a lot better at home. doesn't matter. Steelers don't have a great defense. The only reason why it looked any decent is because it was raining and it was windy on Sunday in Cleveland. Give me Kansas City. Kansas City. Still agreeing. This is scary. Okay,
0: maybe now
1: we'll
2: change. Philly at Tampa. No. No, that's ain't gonna. I, I don't think it's gonna change. I got Philly, um, Tampa. Yeah, they played good. Ryan Fitz, Fitzpatrick playing. Patrick. Fitzpatrick playing in his 27th different team. Um, I think he's like 52 years old. Um, <laughs> he had a great game last week. Does not this week. I think Philly's defense gives him troubles. Philly wins.
1: Yeah, Philly's got a top five defense. They're gonna shut down Fitzpatrick. <clears throat> They're gonna shut down Deshaun Jackson, who had no no business going for hundred and sixty six or whatever and two touchdowns. He is an old man. He will be hurt here in a couple weeks anyways. He always is. Probably another hamstring injury like usual. Yeah, Philly's gonna beat him up. Philly. Indy at Washington. Um
2: Sorry, Bear, I know you said this team was going to go 1-15. Uh, I do not think they're going to lose the next 15. Um, Adrian Peterson, I mean, 96 yards on the ground, 70 yards reception. My gosh, I didn't know, think he was going to do that. Alex Smith looked good. Indy kept it close with Cincinnati. They blew it with that um, turnover late. Uh, I think
1: it was a fumble for yeah. six or a pick six or something. Speaking
0: of which, we said Cincinnati was going to bomb this year, and
2: they, they handled it Yeah, him I picked them 5-11. and 11. I uh, Though...
1: Though it was not anyone's fault except Jack Doyle, that is it. Indy was going to go down and win that game, and Doyle fumbled. Yes. Yeah. Just yeah. saying that yeah, was so. luck was bringing him down. There was no doubt in my mind he was scoring that I, touchdown, and then I see Doyle going down and drop it, and I was like, "Oh, he was down!" And then they show it from the other view. I was like, "He wasn't even close." Yeah, I had,
0: bad. I had Ebron in uh, the in our. Fantasy for score Yeah, he it's, for it's, he it's funny good. how
2: he can catch when he you know goes doesn't to a play for team. Detroit. Oh, when he doesn't so. play for Sidearm
1: Stafford, yeah, <laughs> overrated so, garbage. Yeah,
2: um, I don't know about that, but uh, give me Washington. All right, Bear.
1: And we break it. I'm taking Indy this week. I have Washington going one in fifteen. The only chance I have of them still going one in fifteen is if Indy beats them this week. So uh, give me the Colts. Plus, I think that uh, Arizona is not as good as I thought they were going to be so (laughs) they're not as good as we thought they were until they until they uh maybe until they put rosen in i don't know i i kind of was it was the same time dallas was on so it was hard to multitask and watch that game as well bradford looked bad but i think it's that offensive line that just wasn't giving them anything anyways we'll get there in a second give me indy i
0: guess on the tiebreaker we're going redskins baby
1: okay
0: Uh, (laughs) arizona at the rams
2: Come on. Uh, Rams walk all over them. Yeah, easy. Rams. Detroit at San Francisco. Well, I picked Detroit to go uh, start off 2-0. and They will not. They're going to get blown out in San Francisco bad.
1: Yeah, give me the Niners. I think uh, Garoppolo at home is going to beat up this defense. He's going to look really good this week, and I know we're going to make picks here in a second, but he's probably going to be my DraftKings quarterback this week. Who's that? Garoppolo. Garoppolo. All right, and
0: uh, also give me San Fran. And – my son plays for the 49ers, so he, uh, he, he, he had practice yesterday. He didn't play, so I said he
1: is officially
0: Colin Kaepernick. So.
1: Do you know what team I play for? Yourself? No, if, I mean a, a football team. The 69ers? There <laughs> we go. I knew you'd get it.
0: Yes. All right. Uh, San Fran as well. Oakland at Denver?
2: Um,
1: where do I got it? Uh, Denver wins. Bear? Uh, is it? Where's it in, in Denver? Yes. Yeah, give me the Broncos then.
0: Broncos here as well.
1: Uh, New
2: England at Jacksonville. Uh, Blake plays better. Jacksonville wins.
1: Yeah, that that defense is going to be Brady up. I think that uh, he's going to have a rough day. I don't care how quick Brady gets the ball out of his hands, it's not going to happen this week. It's not. Jalen Ramsey's going to have a couple picks. Defense going to have a couple sacks. Jacksonville like. Sixteen to twelve. Ugh.
0: Give me give me New England. Um Sunday night football, Giants at Dallas. Brandon.
2: Um sorry, it's hard to find it on here, but I got it. Uh give me the uh it's at home for Dallas, give me Dallas.
0: Which at home, they're not really a home team. Just gonna throw that out there.
2: What do you mean? They don't play well at home. I mean,
1: they suck at home. Obviously oh, okay. they suck yeah, on the road yeah. too. Well
2: I I still got I still got Dallas.
1: Um, I want to make this as short-winded as possible. The offense is absolute obliterated garbage, um, and it's not all their fault. The receivers just aren't great. They'll click eventually. Beasley, Beasley looked good. You know Zeke looked good when he had the opportunity, but when they have eight, nine guys in the box and it's predictable as hell, play call. Everyone knows they're going to run. He can't. But when he did run and got free, watch out. He who's, looks good. Who scored the only touchdown last week? Zeke. Okay. I think. Yep. Yeah. And then Dak ran in the two point, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, I was okay. Um, you know, Dak did look inaccurate. He did have a couple guys that were open, so I can't blame it all on the wide receivers, but all my blame goes right to Scott Linehan. He is terrible. I can't stand him and Garrett. Honestly, I want to just, I hope Dallas goes like one and 15 or two and 14, because this is freaking ridiculous. They, Linehan is not creative, terrible coach, get rid of him, get rid of Garrett because all he does is clap on the sideline and, You know, he's like a participation trophy guy. Oh, you guys all did a good job. We might think about getting a win next week. I am going to pick Dallas. I don't want to. I'm going to pick Dallas. I'm a spite. They're a three-point favorite for some reason. If I were you out there in listener land, take the Giants all day because they're probably going to end up beating them straight up.
2: Is, so is, you're taking the Giants? But I'm still taking Dallas. Oh, okay. Is Garrett like married to like Jerry Jones' daughter or something like What's keeping
1: that what keep what's keeping No, because Jerry Jones am, because, because Jerry Jones is loyal and Garrett played for the Cowboys. I he was know, a yeah, backup I behind remember. Aikman forever. Because yeah. Jerry
0: is the GM, Jerry is the owner. Jerry, Jerry is god. god.
2: I remember when uh, the Thanksgiving game uh, Thanksgiving Day game, I think it was against Minnesota where Garrett got the Green start. Bay. Green Bay, was it? Okay. Yeah, Aikman
1: had a concussion, shockingly enough. Yeah. And he beat Green Bay and beat Brett Favre. Yep, out yeah. him like 35-31. I just
2: didn't know if I was missing something. And cause... that's probably what
1: Jerry still probably watches that, and that's why Jason Garrett's still a coach. <laughs> I mean, shit, he's been there for eight years. It feels like it's been 27,000 of just garbage eight-and-eight yeah, eight football.
0: It's been eight years? 2010. Yeah, oh he gosh. took over halfway me?
1: through the year. Fired Wade
2: Phillips and brought in uh, – uh, Yeah, because he, off- he was the offensive coordinator at the time, yeah. All
0: right, give me Dallas as well. Monday night, Seattle at Chicago.
2: I have Seattle rebounds. They win. Give me the Bears.
0: The Bears. We're going the Bears as well. So I think this is, uh, did this happen again? I think we only had three that we disagreed on. And uh, so we went with Brandon and I one time. We went with you guys one time and me and Bear one time. Did we get all the games? Yeah, we did. That's it. Oh, okay. So... Um, should be interesting. We'll quickly cover DraftKings a little bit, and Brandon, you can be a part of this as well. Give us—we're going to give
1: you. I got it all written down. All
0: right,
2: quarterback. Who you got this week? I got Philip
0: Rivers. Philip Rivers. Who do you have?
1: Um, my quarterback. I said I'm going to take Garoppolo. Philip Rivers is going to be your chalk, and I'm sorry I'm going to go into this a little bit more. I know we're trying to wrap this up a little bit, but yeah, you know, Rivers is going to be the chalk this week. Um, I everyone's gonna wanna pick him in Buffalo. I'm gonna take I'm gonna go a little bit under, go a little bit guy who's gonna be a little bit cheaper. Gimme Garoppolo. If you really wanna get crazy and you really think Tom Brady's gonna do good, pick him because no one's gonna take him against the Jaguars on the road. He's gonna be he's probably gonna be still too high owned. I mean I I shouldn't say that, sorry. He's gonna be priced too high. We'll see what DraftKings does. I haven't looked at anything yet, but you know, I'm sticking with Garoppolo at home. I think he's gonna have a good game against Detroit. And if Detroit can put up points, Grapple is just going to keep throwing the ball. So,
0: um, just uh, I had it in my DraftKings Drew Brees. I'm going to stick with him, even yeah. though he's playing Cleveland. Give chalk.
1: me Drew Brees. Him, him and Rivers will be chalk this week. Absolutely. Right, yeah. I mean, Brees had a what he throw for four thirty-three last yeah. week and three touchdowns or something to pick. Um, yeah, Brees and Brees and Rivers will be chalk. Anyone else you stay away from, obviously, if you're going to do any cash lineups, start it with Breeze or start it with Rivers. Rivers is going to be cheaper, but Breeze will be, you know, your top guy this week probably.
0: Absolutely. Running back, uh, Brandon?
1: I got the Cowboys offense, uh, Elliot. Zeke? Um, Running back this week, eh, it's going to be a little bit tough for me. I I do like Zeke. Um, You know, Fournette was putting together a decent game against New York before he got hurt. But I kind of also like the other end of the spectrum there with Saquon. Um, I wouldn't be mad if you went Zeke and Saquon in a tournament. Um, That would, you know, uh, obviously it's not going to be on the main slate because it's a late game. But if you put them together, it wouldn't be bad. Dak will be cheap if you want to put them. Whatever. If you're playing a Sunday through Monday night sort of thing. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take Saquon on that side since you took Zeke.
0: And give me because I'm gonna stick with New Orleans. Give me Kamara because. Cleveland just gave up 190 all-purpose yards to James Conner, the backup in Pittsburgh. Uh, and honestly, I don't know if you know this. He put up more all-purpose yards in Week One, his first start, than Le'Veon Bell did in any game last year. Yep. Yeah. So, give me Kamara. He's going to keep that well, hot streak. And going.
1: once again, we'll be well, he'll, he'll be, be the, the chalk this long. week. Yep, but yeah. if you start off with Breeze Kamara and can find lower-end guys who are going to be good, you're you're making money this week, teed.
2: That's brand. That, that is the hope. And I know, I know, we're trying to make this quick, but I saw something. Rich, Rich Eisen on his show today was pushing hard for the Lions to dra- uh, to trade for Le'Veon Bell. So that whole saga is going to go into Week Two, uh, losing another eight hundred thousand dollars. I guess that's just Trump change to him. So pretty much, um, when he's uh, going to
1: get fifty-five to sixty million somewhere guaranteed. Yeah, uh, it is Trump change. He'll get his money.
2: Um, wide receiver now? We want to move on? Yes, wide receiver. Okay, I'm going to go on the other side of you guys. I'm going to go Jarvis Landry against that defense. That defense is going to play tough for New Orleans. They got good ball players on the secondary over there. But I think Jarvis Landry, um, they're going to get the ball to him. He averages like eight catches a game. He's going to get a touchdown or two. I think, uh, yeah, Jarvis Landry. I was going to between him and Josh Gordon, not just because I'm a Cleveland Browns fan, but I just think one of those two are going to have a Great game.
1: Well, you got to think. You know, Lattimore is going to shadow one of them. Probably going to be Gordon, depending on how much he plays. So you got to take that out. I'm going to stay away from all Cleveland this week. Might be great. Um, If they go into a blowout, it's very possible that that could be a tournament winning lineup. Um, I think Jarvis will be better than Gordon. I do think Gordon will get covered by Lattimore, would be my guess. But if he doesn't play a full game, he won't. Will Lattimore go and shadow Jarvis when he's out? I don't know. We'll see. I'm sticking away from that. Wide receiver wise, Give me Keenan Allen. Um, you know, you're gonna play with Phillip Rivers, you gotta go Keenan Allen. The dudes are probably gonna catch ten to fifteen balls this week and they don't care if they're blowing people out or not, they're still gonna keep putting up points. So Keenan Allen's gonna be my number one wide receiver this week. I, I and, thought about him too, but I just didn't want to go all chargers.
0: And and I have Breeze and Kamara in my lineup, so I'm not gonna talk about my other guys because I did go low end guys. And, and I, I kind of like where you're, what you guys are talking about with Landry and Gordon. I think Gordon's going to play more this week. We saw that incredible catch he made for a touchdown this past week. But, excuse me, I am going to actually – Is that a burp? A no, it? I was like <laughs> almost choking. And uh, so I'm going to go – Losing breath. Right, I'm losing breath over here. You know, I was sick just getting over that. Still kind of sounds stuffy, but – Awesome. Appreciate thank, it. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Appreciate it. Um, give me Julio as a top guy he's going to be your chalk as well so give me julio against carolina at home i mean you can't go wrong with julio yeah, he had
2: a monster game last game uh 10 catches 169 against yards. the eagles defense yeah against the eagles so I, I was thinking him Keenan allen too but like i said i didn't want to go all chargers and i just don't want to go back to back uh julio jones uh per, you know great game so um but yeah that's yeah, a good pick all right tight end tight last end, thing here tight end we're, we're not picking a defense we'll pick a defense
0: okay fine we'll pick yeah. a defense um, whoever's playing buffalo
2: brandon has it down
1: and that's exactly what we have. i'm looking <laughs> yeah. at a sheet
2: um so tight end uh i'm not being a homer here i think tyler eifert the ravens defense is tough i think tyler Eifert's gonna have a good game here get you know maybe seven catches you know maybe like I don't, again i don't know how they do fantasy points or everything give me you know i think he's gonna have like seven catches maybe maybe over 100 yards maybe a
1: touchdown or two but We'll see. I I don't see that, but, hey, I'm not going to knock your pick. It'll probably happen. My tight end, I'm pairing up with Garoppolo. George Kittle just had a huge game. Should have had about 130 yards. He dropped about a 50-yard bomb right in his hands um, against Minnesota last week. Um, Yeah, give me Kittle against the Lions. I think that he should eat them up this week. Also, though, some guy under the radar, everybody's going to look over. He had a terrible week one, but Minnesota gives up a lot of stuff to the tight end. Jimmy Graham this week. He will be very low-owned, very low-owned. Don't sleep on Jim. I wouldn't play Rodgers, but play Jimmy Graham.
0: I'm not going to go with in my lineup, even though I I like who I have in my lineup as a low-ball guy. Uh, Give me Jordan Reed, Washington, against Indianapolis. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, until until he's not healthy, you can pick Jordan Reed every week. Right. So,
0: uh, Brandon... Your defense.
1: Yeah, this is why I said I didn't want to go all Chargers. Um,
2: Josh Allen's getting his first start. Um, we all know how quarterbacks do, you know, except for Sam Darnold. Um, you know, last Monday, I Josh Allen's going to struggle against this defense. This is not an elite defense, but they're going to rough him up. Uh, give me L.A. Chargers defense.
1: I'm going to give you the absolute chalk of the chalk defense. Just like the Chargers, Chargers will probably be one chalk. Chalk number two, L.A. Rams. Um, you know, they, besides the first drive of the game where Marshawn ran it right down their throats, other than that, they looked phenomenal. They're playing Arizona home opener. Um, and Arizona just, you know, lost, what, 24-6 to 6 to Washington? Yeah. It looked like crap. I don't care if they have David Johnson, Larry Fitzgerald. Their offensive line is trash. The Rams are going to just sue, – Sue and Donald are going to eat them up.
0: So you guys have the L.A. Rams, L.A. Chargers. Give me the Lakers, whatever. Yeah, they <laughs> probably won't play defense <laughs> this year. <laughs> but No, yeah, um, yeah I, I, I could go with either one of them. So, um, you know, go ahead. Rams are playing Arizona. Give me the Rams. All right, so done with football for the week. Good luck to everybody playing in pigskin pick'em. Remember to get on there, ESPN, sign up. Find us over the line, one word, sports pod or pod?
1: Nope, just sports pod. Okay, sports pod. Uh, Facebook is over the line sports pod and Twitter is at OTL sports pod.
0: At OTL sports pod and if you want your over the line merchandise remember all wear clothing can get you your all wear can get you your all wear can get you your over the line sports podcast merchandise. We are going to have that shortly so if you are interested in anything or anything for yourself check them out. They just did a company order for us as well. They, he has done it in the past for us. They do great stuff. When I used to have a business in the town I live in, he also did the stuff for us there. does amazing work. Check him out at allwearclothing.com. Also, don't forget to get your leaves picked up. Call Crandall's Quality Lawn Care, 419-704-5471. I love it.
2: Best time of the year. Yes pumpkin spice that is oh yeah i just got some Hey, did you
0: see the that uh i think that frosted flakes came out with pumpkin spice frosted flakes i hope you check that out
2: yeah they go see everybody goes overboard on you know like with pumpkin spice you can only put it in some stuff you know like pumpkin spice bread or you know like pumpkin bread or whatever uh cookies like a pumpkin roll yeah like definitely coffee i mean oh my gosh it's awesome it's like the highlight of my morning um, why don't you go
1: hang out with Andy and his stupid pumpkin spice takes it too. It was awesome. Did you see yeah, yeah. Yeah, no,
2: I awesome. did, I commented on it. I, I so did I. Uh yeah, they gotta go overboard on some stuff,
0: but yeah. I know and I know this is this is our problem. We try to keep this under. We were trying to keep it under the two hours and fifteen minutes we floated around. We're almost at an hour and forty and we've still got three more things to go. Uh, before we sign off here, and our and we'll, we're going to record our second episode for the week on Saturday. We'll have it out Saturday. So good luck to everybody. Uh, it'll all be wrestling. Just a reminder, Lynette, you don't have to listen to it, but check it out because you'll learn fun stuff about wrestling.
1: Hot friend, you still do have to listen to it. I don't care how much you hate wrestling, you will listen to it. Oh, she, you better make her. Yes. She, I, oh, I, I will. And, and I'm going to make better. her. I'm going to make her watch wrestling. We talk about this all the time. She made good. me watch The Bachelor. Oh, it's going to happen. Wrestling will happen. She thinks she keeps getting away with it, but. You should have watched SmackDown yesterday. Not, right. Well, I was out of town. How was I supposed to do that?
2: Turn
0: it on the TV. Well, it was good. Uh, Maurice, five beers I months was at Buffalo Wild Wings. Maurice Remember you good. yelled
1: at me? Four, yeah. Where's my four, Buffalo Wild Wings? Four Walls? beers
0: and wings, man. <laughs> four beers. I'm, I'm, stand, I'm standing on the treadmill. <laughs> Brandon's telling me because I walk, I walk uphill because it's a lot
2: harder to yeah. walk. Yeah, five miles an hour. That's a freaking sprint for me. <laughs> <laughs> I go to the gym, I put it on 2.8. No, when, was the last time, when was the
1: last time you ran? A Bush to a
2: <laughs> So um, Hey, by the way, what are you at this week? I don't know. I'm going to have to get back to you. Maybe on the next show, you know, maybe the wrestling show. What about all those Swedish fish you just ate? I don't know. I probably gained like freaking .6 or something. You pounded <laughs> those things. Yes, they were delicious.
0: <laughs> He's pounding something. So the next thing is Justin on the Twitter gave us a good question this week. Who are the top players that should come out of retirement to play in the Alliance of American Football that starts after the NFL season? And what unsigned free agents or the retired players that they get would be MVP. So um, didn't have too much time to think about this, Brandon. You got any players? I, I, I
2: didn't, but of course, you know the
1: you know TO. I, I had TO
0: as well. He could come out and do some damage.
1: Yeah, I saw I, I mean obviously that's the first person I thought of when he put that. I mean TO he's a he's a beast. That's easy. Let's yeah. go to the next one because T. everyone knows T O, yeah, he's a freaking nature. Uh, he still runs a four five forty at forty years. I would love four, to see yeah. forty four. I wouldn't give you a He'll
2: be forty five by the time the season starts. I saw a video recently of this guy and he's been retired a long time and he played a long time. Barry Sanders. No, huh. Jerry Rice. Really, I saw a video. of You him. think he would come he can out? Still, I, I don't think he'll come out, but he can still he can still move. And uh, so yeah, I mean that would be fun. Um,
0: do you think Johnny Football shows up in the American or the yeah the American Football? Absolutely.
1: No thanks. I'll he can barely cut it in the Canadian League. What he throw three interceptions in the first and quarter it, of a game or you something. Don't I think they to, you, they you don't have to run. to cut it in that
2: though. league. He'll, he'll still get a he'll still get a tryout. He'll still get. I mean maybe even the XFL. Give in two me years.
0: and you know what th- this is for fun. Give me J T Barrett. I think he goes there. He would be all right. I mean, he's not your standard quarterback. He's not really
1: retired either. That was well, the question. Was well, he retired, said he it? said
0: retired, but what unsigned free agents? Oh, would he did be say MVP? that too. Yes. Okay.
1: Yeah. See, I don't like that because the way I thought about it is, is retired. Is retired, and I I thought of a you know a quarterback that would love to make a comeback and would probably love to throw to to, and I'm sure. You know, you don't know who I'm thinking of right Tony now, but it, it's very easy. Incorrect. He's way too good in the booth to ever go back into the field. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to say it, and you guys are going to be like, oh, duh. Patience. He only retired and unretired and retired and unretired and unretired and unretired. Brett and un-retired. Favre. Brett, <laughs> Brett freaking Favre would be awesome in this league. I'd love to see Brett Favre, especially if he's throwing to T.O. Yeah, that would be awesome. Those to commercials
2: see. are, I mean, he could still throw the ball. And you know him? what?
1: You know who I want as running back? Guy who blew yeah. out his knee, who could have been decent. Most ugly, uh, ugly knee injury ever, Willis <laughs> yeah. McGee. Yeah, give me Willis, Willis McGee. I don't know if he can even run anymore, but I was just sitting there thinking of. He still the had way- a
2: great career though with Buffalo and. Well, and I was uh, just thinking
1: Rittons. of the way we did, you know, our DraftKings lineup, and I was like, okay, I'm going to take a quarterback. So I'm sitting there thinking on on the drive over. I go, oh Brett, that would be great. I go wide receiver. Oh, to easy. Tight end, Tony Gonzalez, all day. My favorite tight end of all time. Dude is a monster. Best tight end probably ever. People say Antonio Gates. Sorry, don't think so. Give me Tony Gonzalez. Um, and he's going in the Hall of Fame next year, by the or should be. Yeah, he should be a first ballot next year. Absolutely, no,
2: like two years. I think eligible. it's
1: next. Year. I think he's eligible this upcoming year no, here he in just August. Just retired? No, he didn't. He's been on CBS for like five years. It's five years out of the league, and it's been I'm about like, four. Gosh, he wasn't in the Super Bowl with Atlanta. You got to remember that. That was yeah, two no. years ago, and he was out the year before that. Yeah, it's got to be close. Twenty nineteen or twenty twenty? Like I said, it's an upcoming class. Anyways. I couldn't think of a running back. I was sitting there. I was like, ah, Barry's probably too old to do it anymore. I was like, McGahee's still got to be like 35.
0: Stat guy got back to us actually He's here? pretty quick. Yes, he is here. He must and, be hiding uh, in the trash He can. sent a quick text. Uh, actually, Ed Reed and Tony Gonzalez are eligible in 2019. Thank you.
1: I know my, you want, you, my favorite tight end of all time. <laughs> I'll
2: give you, I'll give you an, uh, another U. Give me uh, Clinton Portis.
1: Okay. I was going to say LaDainian Tomlinson. Why not? No. Yeah, absolutely. Ladainian's a beast. You know who you, else? I mean, honestly, you know another good one would be a MG Day or M.G.D. Maurice Jones-Drew. I thought <laughs> you were gonna Day. say MGK. He's coming. He's um, gonna come rapping. Not if M M&M kills come... him first. Yeah, he is. I'm gonna give
2: you a straight homer quarterback, Brady Quinn. Shut yeah. Quinn. up, Brand. Shut up. Okay, <laughs> we're done. Next, <laughs> next. God, that was so, bad.
0: So um, speaking of, I want to do. I do want to cover this real quick with MGK and Eminem. Did you by chance see Eminem Part One? His interview with Sway.
1: No, he I've came not. back
0: and said, "I'm going to have to come after this mf'er for you know coming with his his uh, his song, his his Eminem disc, which by the way came out three days after Eminem's album dropped. So in three days, he put out a music video and a song, going back against what Eminem had to say about him. And MGK, it is a great song if you haven't heard it. Rap Devil, check it out on Spotify, iTunes. It was the number one song on iTunes. He came there, and Eminem called it in his album in the song Not Alike. Or in uh, his first song on that, it's not not a like. But he did say that if somebody can come at me, they'll make millions. And just him going back at people, it's just whatever. And he's right. MGK is about to make a lot of money. And he already is with this uh, rap devil. So to go into the next thing, this is going to wrap up our show today. We had best sports moment for us and the worst sports moment. So
1: let's start sad. Yes, so I want to end on a good note. I <laughs> yes. was hoping you'd say that, so start yeah. sad.
2: Start sad. Brandon, what was your worst sports moment? I have two, and I'll, I'll make it quick Notre Dame USC 2005. Uh, Charlie Weiss's first year, they were 4 1 going to that game. College game day was there. Bush, US, Bush. US, shut up. Bush, Bush. It was illegal. He would be good that, too, man. wouldn't he? Bush, Bush. He um, he's not playing anymore, is he? Liner and Bush. No, oh, that'd be. No,
1: Bush. not come on, back in the Alliance for American board. Football. They can Um, still
0: come back. It'll be done
1: at the end of the season. Um, Give
2: me Tim Tebow, then. Uh, (laughs) He'll be playing for the Mets. (laughs) Um, 2005, that game, I watched that whole game. I cried at the end. It was bull crap at the end of that game. Um, Yeah, that was one of my worst uh, just because of the hype. I mean, USC was – they're coming off back-to-back, I think, national championships. Uh, The hype was – I mean – College game day was there. Like I just said, uh, the hype was so, like, Notre, they were talking about Nordane being back. And I've heard that 20,000 times. Um, back and back, back and forth, Nordane was up by, like, 14. Uh, game ended up being 34-31 uh, with the stupid illegal bush push. They even said that was illegal. You cannot push something. Now you can. You can push somebody in the end zone like that. But back then, in 2005, you could not push your guy like that into the end zone, so that should have got called. Um, my second one, I think you guys kind of know all this. I'm kinda, Steve Bartman. There you go. <laughs> 2003, I was at my dad's watching I was this say, game. Dale Earnhardt dying, and No, well, you said I couldn't so do that. Yeah, oh, I that's said not right. But I
0: did, as and, you can see, wear the shirt for you, Brandon. Yeah.
2: It. So, oh my, that game, it still haunts me. It still, and this is when.
1: They won a World Series. It Shut doesn't up. matter.
2: It doesn't matter. Back in 2003, this is when I. This is when I was. This is, I just bought my Sammy Sosa jersey. You just, earlier that year. You just said I, it
1: still haunts you. The one does. you wore on episode one. Yes. How does that still fit? Exa- exactly. Um, I don't know. Bought that, that
2: at Cooperstown in 2003 in July. Sammy Sosa left the team four months later. Um, <laughs> game six, uh, they were up fly ball, and I'm not putting this on Bartman, Anybody would do this. Everybody still does it. I would not have. Y- yes, you would have. You would not. not a, no, if I was
0: a Cubs fan, and no, it, no, you can't say no. You can't
2: okay, say. Okay, time that. out. I guarantee you. Not that you I probably would have reached out. over. You wouldn't have been that guy. Time have been, out. No, hold on. Stop. Let me finish. Let me finish. You wouldn't have been that guy that stood up. Hey, back away! Putting your arms out, blocking it. You would not have done that. I'm sorry. Oh, you I wouldn't say, have went for it. You couldn't. Wrong. Have,
1: no. Wrong. Let me finish. I would have because Moises Alou used to pee on his hands, and that's disgusting. <laughs> so that's exactly why I would have stayed away from it. Oh, here comes Moises. Everyone, back up. You don't want to get his piss hands. <laughs> so, and... <laughs> <laughs> um, but by, but the way, by the way, that's a fact. Anyone can go ahead and look that up. I did up. not know that. but um, he, um, Because it said that's why he never wore batting gloves. It hardened his hands up. Dead serious. I read that. It was the most disgusting thing ever. Yeah, that's that's pretty nasty. But, um, yeah, that's... <sighs>
2: Yeah, it was terrible. It's okay. It, it, you said it was the worst one because cry again. they did. They scored. They scored like five runs that inning. Right after that happened, the momentum was gone. It was just like frickin' Bill Buckner, Game Six. They had another chance to win in Game Seven the next day. They blew it in Game Seven. Marlins went on and win the win the World Series against the Yankees. And um, yeah, so that's those are my two worst. Well, I just want to
0: say that Back to the Future came out in 1985. Predicted the Cubs would win in 2015. They were only off by a year. You got to give it to them. They were, and they didn't. They didn't beat Miami, but you know <laughs> they still won. And that was what Cleveland, And they were down
1: three to one. Yep. Is that right? Yep. yep. That that is not my worst sports moment. I was just happy to see Cleveland there. My worst sports moment ever, which actually literally does still. I still have dreams about this, and I'm not exaggerating. I literally have a dream every other year about this. Can we guess? Yeah. Go ahead.
0: What do you got, Brandon? What do you think his worst sports moment is?
2: If you had to take a guess, I'm gonna say. I would pick Gary to guess it over you. That's the, that would actually be really tough for me.
1: Is it, is it baseball?
2: I was gonna say '97 when they lost to the Marlins.
1: I was six years old, man. I doesn't matter. Really remember
2: still a I remember watching Notre Indians when I was five.
1: Well, I mean, I I, I remember I, I've watched highlights and I remember that, but I everyone who hated What's Jose what, Mesa. What sport is it? I'm not, why would I tell you? Because then you're going to get it. It's probably football. It's definitely football. And F- it's probably Dallas. Football is what I care about most. And it definitely is Dallas. And
0: it, would it be the game oh, against Seattle. Seattle? Okay. So
1: <laughs> So and I'm going to tell you why that still haunts me to this day. And I still have nightmares about this. I was a freshman in high school. I think this was 06. Freshman in high school coming back off of break, you know. And you guys know how I am. Nothing changed when I was 14 years old in high school. I still ran my mouth a lot. I love the Cowboys. I always will, and I'm always going to back up my team no matter what. They had a pretty decent year. They made the wild card that year with Romo. It was his second year maybe, I think. Maybe, maybe? It was his no, first no. Year it, it was his first year. No, he came in halfway through that year when Bledsoe got hurt. Yeah. Yeah, so that was his first year. Brought him there. I was like, oh, man, this is great. Undrafted free agent, everything, whatever. Get there i'm i'm I remember this vividly to this day. we were having Christmas um, at my grandparents' house, and we were in the basement watching this game and I'll never forget my grandfather going you know as they go out, it's what fourth and goal on the two as they go out why why would you kick a field goal here? That's the stupidest thing ever. It's a twenty one yard field goal. This is ridiculous. easy money. he's going to make it all day. Romo drops the ball. Gramatica misses the block everything Romo gets I mean he was not only that Gramatica makes that block Romo scores
2: that's what I was just about to say he just had to get that just get that push and Gramatica
1: is five foot two like 104 pounds maybe soaking wet Uh, maybe with pads on and a helmet that one that hurt I still i am not over exaggerating I still have dreams about that to this day I got ridiculed in school for the next week after we came back All that, I just remember, I I remember, and you can probably ask my dad if you ever see it, I'm pretty sure I didn't talk that whole ride home. I don't know if I talked for another day or so. Like I was, it was a Saturday night, I couldn't have been more angry, Um, There was so much rage built up on that, and that one is my worst. Well, it probably will always be my worst. Like you said, Cleveland blew a 3-1 lead to the Cubs, but I was happy they were even there. I wasn't, man, you know what? I I like the Cubs. I will root for the Cubs. I was happy to see them break the curse. That one doesn't hurt me. It is what it is. Um, But Romo dropping that ball that year that still stings to this day. It's carried on with him forever, and it's unfortunate because he's never going to make the haul even though he should. He's a great quarterback. If he plays on probably 15 of any other teams, he wins a Super Bowl. guaranteed. freaking teed.
0: Well, that does haunt me too. That's definitely not my, my worst sports moment. I was actually at a Wendy's with my dad And we caught the end of that game, and we saw it, and we're like, "You have got to be kidding me!" And that was it. And I I wasn't; it didn't haunt me too much because I was just used to the Cowboys not doing much. But it was; it was sad. That was the
1: first time they were like good again. Yes, We, we went through the Quincy Cart, and I just said, "We." <laughs> went through the and and I meant all people. I it's meant, okay, you can say we. I meant that as Cowboys fans, not as a team. We had to deal with Quincy Carter, you know, yes. going through that era, and Vinny Testaverde at 40 years old, and then Drew Bledsoe at 38. It sucked. We finally get a good quarterback in there, you know, that can that that played, and he was he was great, and that happened, and it was like oh shit. Absolutely, I think mine is pretty easy to figure
0: out. So I'll let you go at it. Pretty huh. easy guess. Well, 2004. Which,
1: yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, which Yankees meltdown?
0: Uh, to, definitely 2004. I figured they saw it Boston. Because uh, I was a senior in high school, 2004. Yankees up three games to zero against the Red Sox. First time in history that a team blows a 3-0 lead and ends up not going to the World Series. And the Red Sox, of course, won the World Series that year, I believe, against the Cardinals that correct
1: yeah in a a sweep In a sweep
0: yes and so the so they won eight games in a row Uh, well nine if you keep counting more games um but just it was unbelievable i remember sitting on my bed just in game in game six Just like, if they blow this, this is not going to be good. In Game 7, they they got destroyed in Game 7. they got creamed
1: in Game 7. And that was in New York, wasn't it? Yes. And Trot Nixon had a grand slam. Johnny Damon had a grand slam. Johnny Damon did. I think Trot Nixon had a home run, too, at some point there. Maybe that was Game 6. It
0: was so bad. They jumped
1: up like 8-1 in the first day. I remember just sitting
0: there watching it, and even though they were getting crushed, just watching the last out is when it really sinks in, that it's over. And I remember just having my left leg up, holding onto it with my hands, just like, You've got to be kidding me. And I think that is the first time I legitimately almost like wanted to cry and I was a senior because I knew going to school the next day was not going to be pretty, and it was not. Of all people, I know Brandon gave me a lot of shit that time when the Yankees lost. I knew so many people would. Everybody knew I was a Yankees fan. At the time, I did have a Yankees tattoo and that was my first tattoo. I've had it covered up since, but uh, not because I don't like the Yankees. I love the Yankees, but it just, with what I have now, I have two half sleeves, so it just doesn't make sense. And it just absolutely destroyed my heart. I can't do anything about it, but, you know, thankfully the Yankees won later on, so I was happy they got their World Series later on, uh, four years later so, or five years later, but uh, definitely the worst sports moment by far. Nothing I don't think in my life will ever top that unless – Dallas, I of all teams that I love. Unless
1: Dallas pulls in Atlanta against the Patriots. Yes. Yeah. And, and
0: <laughs> Dallas, of all sports, I think the team that, that I, I struggle with the most now in my life is Dallas because they should be there and they just never are. And it's so frustrating. Ohio State can drive me nuts many times. Uh, the Yankees, of course, the Penguins—they don't really drive me nuts because they've been so dominant. Um, it, it, it's just tough. And the Celtics—that was a tough one when they won their the won the championship and then lost the Lakers. That wasn't that bad for me because they had already won one, so I was okay. So let's uh, let's end this on a good note, Brandon. Yeah. Well, what is your
2: happy moment? Just to go back, honorable mention for worst, um, two thousand three Pistons and Pacers brawl, just before the city of That's Detroit. That's like the best. No, just for this. Oh, – I'm a Pistons fan. So just for the city of Detroit and what happened on that day, terrible. I Yeah, it was terrible. I figured
1: um, you were going to say Notre Dame versus Alabama in the national championship that you still haven't no, watched.
2: No, I, I still have not because I, I did work that day. So,
1: um,
2: All right, so best. we're going to best. Mine, surprisingly, not much of a transition from what Gary was just saying. I could have gone, you know – Anytime the Red Wings won the Stanley Cup, anytime Jeff Gordon, you know, when Jeff Gordon won the day twenty five hundred, or anytime Notre Dame won, I mean, that's my best moment. But I'm going to go. Hit the wall. No. <laughs> um, my best moment as just for sports in general was Boston over the Yankees 2004 in game four when David Roberts stole first and got that, got that steal. Big poppy hit a home run to win that game. And then they just took off from there. I mean, that right there. I know I gave you. crap He stole after. first. Stole second. Whatever. <laughs> um, and he made it by. Yeah, he just made it. And <laughs> I, I, I hate you so much. I'm right sorry. Now. I did not I, think that would be your best. It, it was my best because I remember watching that game, and I was like, I. It was like freaking midnight when that happened. You and, were,
0: I know you weren't the first person to give me shit. It was Kenny, no, of I course. It was but Kenny. I did
2: give you, I did give you uh, crap for the it. The one yeah. who's
1: a Michigan, Carolina, New England, Detroit, Cleveland, whatever <laughs> Fanny wants to be of the week. Whoever
2: won the title last year. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean that's that's specifically that's my favorite moment. Like I said, I kind of wanted to steer away from you know Notre Dame or the Red Wings or the Pistons when they won it in 04, but. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to go Boston game four. I hate you.
0: Bear?
1: <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. That's an absolute great sporting moment, um, and I love it because, you know, the Yankees are trash, and I never want to see them win, but that's probably not even in my top ten. Um, mine is about winning championships, and I have a 1A and a 1B, and I'm going to give you the 1B first. The 1B mm-hmm. is going to be 2003 national championship game, 2002 season, um, when Ohio State beat Miami probably um, one of the greatest college football games ever. They had no chance of being in that game. Miami was like a 14, 17-point favorite, something going into that. One of the largest ever in national championship history. Um, I remember watching with my uncle and his friend at their house. I mean, I was 11 years old, 12 years old at the time. Um, That was the first team, first one of my teams I've ever seen win a championship. You know, you always remember your first, no matter what it is. We can go over a million of things. You always remember your first. That was the first time I saw one of my teams I enjoy, or, you know, I like winning a championship. And then the way it happened was amazing. Um, you know, Krenzel obviously throwing to Michael Jenkins. You had the Chris Gamble. Is it a, is it a pass interference? Is it not? Which it was. Everyone knows that.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, and, you know, then obviously I still remember the last play of the game just so much with Dorsey, you know, on the all-out blitz, the, the jailbreak. And I don't even remember who the defensive coordinator was at the time. Um, I you know I'd have to look that up and see I don't even know if Tressel called the plays at that time but fourth and goal on the two all out blitz I mean the jailbreak it was absolutely amazing um, Dorsey getting thrown down oh, but getting batted down greatest sports moment of my life obviously they won again in 2015 you know it's it's still awesome to see it's always awesome to see your team win a championship but they already won one that I saw I, I like seeing teams win so my one a. Um, I'm not even gonna have you guys guess because this is this is the greatest sporting moment of my life. Clueless is the only time I <laughs> cried in a sporting event, which I will admit, and it was tears of joy. I wouldn't be like Brandon and cry when my team loses or Dale Earnhardt dies like a baby. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I care. Um, yeah, so do I. Um, and and I, uh, yeah, the Cavs winning a title that was amazing. Down three to one against Golden State, just didn't think it was gonna happen. Um, you know, coming back in Game Five where they won, it's like okay, whatever. You know, Golden State take them back, blew the crap out of them in Cleveland in Game Six. Come back, Game Seven it was an amazing game. That Kyrie crossover with 46 seconds to go on Steph and just drilled it. it. Was like, holy shit, is this really gonna happen? Like I'm sitting there, like I'm kneeling right now, like praying to the gods. Like no way they go down, get the stop, all of that, amazing. Rip my shirt, my favorite Budweiser shirt. Absolutely love that shirt ripped it in half straight I was hulk wondering, i
2: haven't seen you wear that in straight,
1: so long straight straight hulk hogan that shirt i should have framed it i mean i that was probably the best strength feat of my life to be that honest with you i mean i straight ripped that shirt just off it was great cried that night um you know that was absolutely amazing i love seeing that and i know they've been to the championship game the year before and the year after that um, so that ends, was amazing. Right? I never thought I'd ever see Cleveland win a championship at any point. I'm a big Indians fan. Like I said, it was disappointing that they didn't beat the Cubs, but it was nice to see the Cubs win. That didn't hurt me. Um, Cleveland losing the first time against Golden State didn't hurt me because Kyrie was hurt. So when they came back fully healthy and beat Golden State, I knew they could do it. And then the year after, they already won a championship. At that point, yeah, I, I just you know it was I've already seen it. It's okay. It happened, and that was the greatest moment of my life. Even better as we go up to this, is that I won uh, the LeBron block on Anguidala in Game 7 in a uh, Ronald McDonald charity, actually. So that was really cool. Uh, McDonald, and this was, I think I, I literally just got it, like, last week, so I can't wait to go hang that up. Signed by LeBron pitcher, picture of him blocking him, pretty freaking sweet. But that is my favorite sports memory of all time.
2: Yeah, I remember watching that game. I was actually rooting for Cleveland. Uh, as As you know, I'm a LeBron fan. It's gonna be hard watching them wearing the uh, yellow and purple, but I'm gonna root for them. Um, yeah, I remember that game. Uh, I don't mind the I don't I don't mind the Cavs when LeBron was there. I hate the Indians, but I love the Browns. So I, I was happy for Cleveland. I knew you were happy. I knew you were, yeah, so excited. But I know you hate um, to
1: see, just like we all do. I know we're all kind of dicks in a way and hate to see our other friends happy. No one ever wants oh, yeah, to see our I other said friends that before, happy. Yeah. But. Like when the Cubs did, I think I congratulated you. Like, you know, obviously I wanted the Indians to win, but watching the Cubs, you know, it's awesome. I have family in Chicago. They were Cubs fans. I root for them on the NL side, but against Cleveland, I wouldn't, just like the Browns. I root for the Browns, but if they play Dallas, I'm rooting for Dallas, no matter what. It's just how it is. If my team, that's who I'm going to root for. I like seeing that. I love seeing the Cubs. I hope Notre Dame never wins a national championship ever, so screw Notre Dame. Sorry gonna happen. You won't be. I won't be happy if they do. I don't care. So
2: I, I will not care. I have
0: a, a couple of best sports moments, and it uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, if you guys get this. One is a personal sports moment because those are also great, and then I also have a just you know, our teams like we've been talking about. Oh, we
1: get a personal sports moment? Yeah, sure. Oh, I made a hole-in-one, so that's mine.
2: Oh, okay, there you go. I threw a touchdown in a flag football game, so. Really? You
1: had three sacks in college, two sacks, and that's your moment is a flag football game where you threw a touchdown? I totally forgot
2: about that. Yeah, I did, man. That is my favorite. You were literally
1: the only person who's played, what was it, D2? D3. D3 ball. So you played, it doesn't matter, you played college ball. And you got sacks, and and yours was throwing a touchdown in a flag football game. That was, was your first thing you thought of? To this guy about. that's sitting right across from me. You yes. know what mine is? You, get I, your, I, you did get your, I did catch that ball. You're getting your tooth Brandon's knocked out. L- not even there. Brandon, one for one in flag
0: football with a touchdown over here. I retired um, after that. Mine, well, if we're, I wasn't going to go with that, like, personal achievements. If, if it was personal achievements, it would be two, two home runs in a baseball game or five goals in a soccer game or five touchdowns in a flag football game. It doesn't matter. Um, but – So with that, it was 2011 for personal when we finally, six years, won a flag football championship in the Cedar Creek Football League against a team that hadn't lost in two years. And remember, we were playing against Marcus, who was on the other team. And then we scored a touchdown. That was
2: the game that I, threw, that I threw the touchdown, wasn't it? No, that
0: was a different game. We were blowing we're, somebody out. Yeah. And, uh, no, that was the championship game. That was the first time because you were there. Kenny was there. I was there. We were all ecstatic because we finally won a, a flag football championship. And then I think we won four more in the next two years. So it yeah, wasn't a big I, I deal. I retired, I, I retired a champion. So. Yes, you did. So um, can you guys guess of sports teams what my favorite sports moment is?
1: I don't think you can. I, the Pittsburgh uh, beating the Red Wings in no, 2009. He's not a big hockey fan. If I had to take a <laughs> guess, I mean you're not like hockey. If you if you pick from the top 4 sports, it would be football, baseball, basketball, hockey if I had to take a guess.
0: In the playoff time?
1: I no, no, I just mean in general. Oh, just, in general.
0: I was talking playoffs. No,
1: it's, it's usually not, but I I would guess that it would be the Celtics in 08.
0: It was, That's Brandon was is correct. It is 2009. Penguins really? winning the cup. Okay. It was, yeah. I When it comes to playoffs, the thing I get craziest about. The thing I get craziest I about. We win a game. <laughs> the thing I get craziest about is playoff hockey. More than football, more than anything is playoff hockey. I get insane with it because I expect the Penguins to win every year. Granted, they've won three titles since this time. And I've been happy this past year. I wasn't as angry because I'm like, I didn't think they would three-peat. It was so hard to, to win back-to-back, the fact that they could three-peat. So when it was Ovechkin that beat him and going to play Vegas, I was happy with whoever won the cup at that point. Vegas is a great story. Ovechkin winning the cup. I, I'm very happy for Ovechkin. He deserves it. He's He is up there with Sid. I know I'm a homer to Sid, but Ovi is, you're probably right, Bear. I'm going to say it, that Ovi is the better player in the NHL, so I will agree with you. Um, and uh, But yes, it was definitely the Penguins because of, and mainly because the year before they lost the cup and all of our friends are Detroit Red Wings fans, and it was just a shitty moment to be at Brandon's house watching that happen. I hate you both. And uh, But yes, definitely the Penguins winning. Um, yes, the Celtics, that was up there too, but anything what would top it for me, I, I do remember Dallas winning the Super Bowl in 95. I was... Uh, at the time, eight We were
2: nine. Yeah.
0: Eight or nine. And uh, I do remember that uh, watching it with my dad, not, 92, 93. I don't remember as much, but um, I remember the Leon
2: let Don Bibby play. Yeah. I do remember that. Yes. Uh, <laughs> the,
0: the, is that Mike Bibby's dad?
1: Bibby, um, uh, <laughs> not Bibby. Yeah,
0: Bibby. That's right. So definitely that. Um, and so let's wrap this up. Well, and we, oh, we s- still,
1: we
2: side st- note, side note, you can no longer drink out of the Stanley Cup. Really? We just found
1: that out. As of like this last one,
2: yeah, Mm. because Ovi
0: probably just going a little little too hard. (laughs) I think think they all did.
1: Um, Yeah, that's it. Um, Just to just to hold up on hockey. I know we're gonna end this right now. Um, Zelensky's in the championship game tonight, so are you serious? Yeah, uh, hopefully they do win um, tonight. That's the only time I'll root for them. Other than that, do they hoist a cup? I don't know. I'm going to find out. I'm sure he'll send 68 Snapchats. So.
0: It'll probably be, you know, like a paper mache cup
1: with
2: uh, <laughs> with those little Dixie cups I, I, on
1: top. Yeah, I don't know what they do in the SASHL. I'm sure there'll be a lot of Bush Light flowing tonight, or he'll be at the Power Hour at the distillery, one of the two. What's
2: that league called again?
1: The SASHL.
0: <laughs> so, is it SASHL? So it's like the S-A-S-S-H-L. Sylvania
1: Athletics Senior Hockey League or something like that.
0: I thought you were going to say yeah. the San Antonio savania hockey league. When, when he's on
1: here in about a month,
0: we'll we'll ask him what oh, that is. No, it's only actually a couple weeks. Is it's it's going going to when be does hockey start? October fourth. That's so when it starts. Yes, that's yeah. that's when you go to the game. Oh crap! That's right. <laughs> it is when we go to the game. So, so he's going to be senior. on the third. The third or fourth? Yeah. Damn. So of yeah, senior. we're recording. The fourth uh, is Thursday. No, we're recording Tuesday that week because okay, I'm so out of I'll be in Florida that. I'll be Florida, Georgia, and South Carolina that week. Line. No, Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, but I'll be there for country. Hopefully, South Carolina is still yeah, there after Florence. Had
1: yeah, some.
2: Right. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. They canceled a lot of games this week. Speaking of senior, you remember the first time he we went out to go play flag football over at Northwood, and there was this guy that was like... Uh, 87 years old. Hopefully, he's still alive, but, you know, not to speak ill of the... Not to speak ill of the dead. <laughs> but, I mean, this guy was out here. He was wearing a helmet, I mean, and everything. It was like a hockey helmet. It wasn't even a football helmet. It was like a hockey helmet. And this guy was like 74 years old out here making plays and hitting people. And I was like, oh, my gosh. But,
0: but I <laughs> yeah, I will tell you the, the sport. I've played all sports. Um, I, I played football, baseball, basketball, all of these things. And the sport I've been injured the most in is flag football. I stopped playing. <laughs> Last year I broke my shoulder in a one-day tournament. I have broken my nose twice in flag football. I've split open my eye in flag football. I've pulled a groin. I've done – several things um, and I stopped playing after that tournament last year and I played in one other game in October and we're talking about potentially getting a team together in a 30 and over league maybe just for like a one-off. I can't play. Yeah you could. I'm 27 though. We can get you out there it's fine. I know how you
2: feel I've got a couple concussions uh broke my nose twice uh I got the uh, stenosis now so I cannot play I was told I can't. Oh really you can't play at all? Yeah, oh my learn. gosh, I didn't know that. Can, will yeah. you come
1: coach? I, I can maybe coach. You can yeah. coach me. I'll pretend to be 30. There we go. There
0: you go. Um, then so, again,
1: I did, I did just run around the house twice with your kid, Gary, and <laughs> it got gassed immediately, so I'm going to have to do some cardio.
0: Yes, yes, you might have to. I, I told you, man, just get in that. I know Brandon has DDP yoga. I told him I could drop him down to 260. I, I truly believe that. I could get you down, or did I say 270? I don't know what I told you. No, nah, I think I 260. I I could get you, to, yeah, it was 260. I could get you down to 260 by the end of November if you worked out with me and ate properly. Because so that's, doing that—that's
2: that's the problem. I love food, dude. <laughs> well, so do I. But you just and, have to eat and, the right food and gummy bears. Yeah. But uh, we could, like this master chef that's on the TV right now with no volume is really distracting. Oh my
0: goodness, a lot of food. All right. So anyway, again, thank you all for listening to episode nine this week. We really appreciate it. Episode ten will drop at you on Saturday. All wrestling. All wrestling. All wrestling. All the time, guys. And. Uh, thank you again for listening as always good morning good afternoon good evening good night i think i'm gonna to get to 260.
2: Choufle.